Welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Shabazz, and I am one of your hosts. Alongside me, I've got uh, one of Michael Corleone's left-hand guys <laughs> coming out of a wicked swine flu-looking thing. Anthony. Anthony, how you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm a little sick, but... Yeah, you look like you're about to fall asleep. Yeah, I might fall. I might, like, hit my head on this mic. Yeah, I'm having a little bit of deja vu from an episode a few weeks ago. You're, I mean, you're due to get sick, and and the one talking right now yeah. uh, is the angry bird himself, <laughs> Daniel. Eyebrows. Eyebrows. <laughs> Daniel, how are you feeling today? Oh, man, I'm feeling... I'm feeling so many things today. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It just we're living in a post end game world right now. We are living in a post end game world. So I'm just trying to come to terms with life now. And uh, as always, this is the movie podcast. So you can always catch us uh, every Monday across all your favorite podcast services. If you want to be a part of the show, give us your comments, suggestions, and corrections. Head over to thistimewith.com/slash/talk. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. So we've had a we've had a very um, I feel like the podcast is almost building up to this week. To this moment. Yeah. 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 We had 22 episodes. <laughs> no, we had, a, we had this is our ninth episode. Yeah, episode nine. We've, we've built up to this moment. Yeah. Avengers Endgame. We saw it this week. We did. We're going to go into what some serious, serious spoilers are later. And we'll definitely give you guys some time to, you know, take the cassette tape out of your car. Throw, throw your it phone out, out of your window. Throw your phone out. Yeah. Cassette tape. I'm assuming they're probably listening to this I, on cassette. I, you guys don't know that I put this podcast on a cassette? Every yeah. Oh, really? Episode Why do you one think just it takes so out? long to, <laughs> to distribute? Exactly. <laughs> so whatever you need to do, we'll, we'll give you some breathing room, and then you guys can uh, crash your cars or whatever you need to do. We will oh, have an alert, it. right? We'll have an alert. Yeah, so right we'll have an amber alert. We'll yeah. have an amber alert. So <laughs> no spoilers at, at all. At this part of the show, we're going to give you lots of warning before we dive into them, yep. so don't worry. Yep. Um, yeah. My cool. gosh, what a week. What a what week. What a week. So let's, Crazy let's, week. Let's jump into some of this news. Yeah. Or actually, okay. before we do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so before we move away from Avengers, actually, Daniel's this whole episode. Daniel's got some uh, special news for us. Yeah, so. Breaking news. Breaking news. What's the breaking news sound? Uh, <laughs> that's it. I, that's it. Uh, sound, the, sound the alarm. Uh, so. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> so... <laughs> So actually, a big milestone I think for the podcast. So I'm so I'm so proud to announce this that we're actually partnering with MoviePoster.com. Mm-hmm. So any movie fans out there, if you've heard of MoviePoster.com, they're pretty much the go-to source to get any poster you're looking for for all forms of entertainment. Yep. They literally have like one million posters in their warehouse. I've gotten a few posters from them actually. Yeah, definitely. Like I most, have me too. I've gotten the town, and I've got the town, which is my favorite one. Yep. And uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah, and they we we've seen them at Fan Expo. Fan Expo. Uh, Anthony and I we've checked out their shop in Toronto as well too. Like, yep. it's it's like a movie lovers heaven. Heaven. Um. So what's really cool is that we're actually partnering with them this week to give away an Avengers Endgame poster. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a couple ways that you, the listener, could win this. So what we're asking you is actually to write in to thistimewith.com slash talk. And all you got to do is tell us your favorite Avenger from Endgame. That's it. We don't need to know why. Just tell us who your favorite one is. Nice and simple. How does that sound? That sounds pretty good to me. Sounds, sounds good, good, yeah. Um, so yeah, movieposter.com. Again, this isn't a sponsored post. This is literally just us talking about because we've used them before. Um, what's really cool is if you sign up on their website, you get 10% off your first order. Um, super, super nice people. They give you the option to either ship it to you or pick it up in their warehouse, which I definitely encourage if you are from Toronto or the greater Toronto area to check them out because, yep. again, it's like I died and went to movie poster heaven there. That's that's exactly what the, st- <laughs> the store is, yeah. Um, if you're 
seeing this post, uh, sorry, I guess if you're on Instagram and you follow us, you'll have another chance to win it as well. I guess a double entry will have a post there. Again, just comment on that post who your favorite character from Endgame was and make sure you're following Movie Poster on their Instagram feed. Again, we're going to have that all in our posts on Instagram so you know how to enter. Uh, thank you so much, Movie Poster, for providing us with that poster to give away. And hopefully it's the start of more giveaways on the podcast. Yeah, thank That'd you guys cool. so much. That's yeah, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's really cool, right? Yeah, cool. But cool. yeah, Shay, I'll kick it back to you for the news. Kicking it back to me. Let's jump into some news. Yeah. So this do, do, news. Do, 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 oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Do, do it again. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Really good, good stuff, guys. This is really good stuff. Good. I'm we're proud we're of on a roll right now. Yeah, one day we'll actually make that into a soundbite, <laughs> but I, I like that it's off the cuff. Uh, so again, Avengers Endgame pretty much came out Thursday, I guess, early screenings. Thursday night, yeah. Uh, it's, it's Sunday that we're recording right now. So the box office total is coming from Brad Brevet of Box Office Mojo. Avengers Endgame decimates record books with 1.2 billion dollar global debut unreal do we know what countries were part of that global debut so the only countries from when i was reading the only market that hasn't opened up in is russia oh okay. but everywhere else in the world so this movie china too china's open as china's well too. open um yeah if you click the if you click the link in our show notes this will break down all the countries that it's opened in mm-hmm, i see it but Mike, it made sixty million dollars alone on thursday night mm-hmm. yeah 330.5 million in china wow it's this like again, we we were predicting. We are almost like our pipe dream is like. Imagine it makes a billion dollars in its opening weekend. Yeah, and it said, "Let's beat that." <laughs> yeah, I, I I was saying like, oh, maybe it'll do like eight, nine, hundred million. But I didn't. I, I mean, one point two is more than my expectations. Uh, no, I I I kind of, I I would have I would have picked. This guy saw the future. Right? One billion. <laughs> Anthony saw For 14 sure. million futures, and this is the one that he said this is this is where they make all the money. Yeah, yeah, I would have I would have bet on a billion this weekend. Uh, my biggest thing was how much how much it made domestically, like yeah. how much it made in, in North America, in North America, which was over 350 million. Yeah, the final numbers aren't in, so it's saying 350 million plus. Right. Yeah, which is again a, an an insane number. Right, and then when it makes Infinity War look so small. Compared to it, oh, right? It's made, it's made almost like a hundred million more exactly. than Infinity War did, and already that was and Infinity of. War had the last, like it had the record beforehand. Yeah, two hundred and fifty, two hundred fifty-seven, I think yeah. it was. Which is just like you're seeing these numbers, and it's just it's mind-boggling. This movie has already made more in three days than Captain Marvel has done in its entire run in 52 days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's funny because actually captain marvel came in second this weekend yeah so you could tell people were hyped because they went to go see a movie that was precursor yeah a precursor to it you know what yeah. i mean I and they put it million. back on the eight million this weekend and the curse little lorna just sits uh, but we'll get into that when we yeah. talk about the box office but unreal unreal Absolutely very good crazy. for them is it deserving of it yes. uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's deserving of it, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Now, now, this saying this, do you expect the next versions of these movies to encompass bigger budgets than the, what they've normally been getting? Normally, yes. I don't know, man. Honestly, like Marvel's been pretty like like their I guess their origin stories have been sticking to about one hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy five million opening uh, mm-hmm. budgets. Mm-hmm. Maybe with this, they'll be like, hey, let's throw a bit more money on it, but. Do they need to? I don't. I don't know. Like, what yeah. do you think, Shay? Um, 
It would be nice. It'd be nice if they did because why not? Like you, you clearly are making them like this movie did 1.2 billion in its opening weekend. <laughs> That's the budget for both Infinity War and, and this movie. Yeah. Endgame and Infinity War were rumored to have a uh, 500, 500 million each. Yeah. Like so, a billion, so basically yeah. a billion total, yeah. right? So this one movie did more than that. So yeah. I think you should. I mean, Captain Marvel, again, smaller budget Marvel film, right. as you could say. I think it would have been even better if it had a bigger budget. Yeah, for right? sure. Why, why not? not? So why, if, if you can afford it, why not? I mean, but I kind of hope they... Uh, I mean, yeah, go on, go on. No, I was going to say, if you look at the jump, I guess, of effects between Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 mm-hmm. and Volume 2, like Rocket and Groot look phenomenal Amazing. in Volume 2. And not to say they look bad in 1, but like no. the comparison of the visuals of it mm-hmm. is like... You notice it. They're going to throw that money at ILM and, and uh, Weta to do more... Maybe take on they, more of the. Do they effects. partner with Weta a lot? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think Weta uh, did uh, Thanos. I believe. I think they're the ones who did the uh, the sculpture and the mm. facial capture and everything. They're, like they're good at that, though. So yeah, why not, fantastic. Right? Yeah. What a movie! Again, we're we're going to get into our thoughts on the movie later on. Later on in the episode. Very but... spoilery. Very spoilery. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, moving on from uh, from these amazing this amazing debut for this small indie film, uh, <laughs> yeah. Avengers well, Endgame. A- Avengers Endgame, it was called. I, right? Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. To be honest with you, uh, moving on to some more Marvel news. Spider-Man: Far From Home will now be ending Phase Three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, not the beginning of Phase Four. It's called some Just Lunning. That is that his name? Just Lunning, yeah. <laughs> All right, Newsweek. Yeah, so Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige has revealed a at the Shanghai-based fan event for the Endgame that Phase 3 of the MCU will actually be concluding with Spider-Man Far From Home, which is now coming out a couple days earlier on July 2nd. Yeah. Really wanted to capture that uh, July 4th weekend, yeah. uh, you know, box office yeah. thing. They did something similar with uh, Amazing Spider-Man in 2012. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that movie came out, I remember, I remember it came out on uh, July 2nd as well, too. And right. Then, they and, they, and they also have done this before too, where they've said that this a movie is now going to be the end of a phase versus like when Ultron and Ant Man. Yeah, uh, Ultron was supposed to end phase two. Phase two, you and got then it. it ended up being that Cap uh, Ant Man was ending phase two. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah it's, it's it's interesting that they're doing this. I kind of like that they're doing this, keeping phase four kind of like a clean slate right now. Mm, um, a very, yeah. Yeah. So do you think I'm, do you think they're going to take some time now, or do you think that they're going to Go right into it. I think knowing Disney, like they'll they'll just they want to make more money, so they'll just keep going as hard as possible. It's possible. Yeah, it, it I, make, I wouldn't like, be surprised. I, I don't I think they surprised. would pause because the whole thing is getting like continuing this momentum. Yeah, well, they're doing that with Star Wars, are they not? Are they not taking a little bit of a break right after Episode Nine? Yeah, I think Kathleen Kennedy said at Star Wars Celebration that they're they're planning on taking a bit of a breather. Yeah, but again, it's not like we're not going to get more Star Wars no. because we're getting the star the. The Disney Plus shows and everything, yeah. Um, And same with Disney Plus, we're getting uh, shows based on characters as well, too. Mm -hmm. But I think if as far as like Avengers goes, I think it's going to be more than we've seen an Avengers movie every three years Mm. since 2012. So I think they may take a bit of a pause on that. And again, from rumors and things like that, again, nothing's been announced. But I think they're going to really start to try and introduce some newer characters into the mix. Yeah, Yeah, they need to, right? Yeah. Crazy again. I'm it, really excited for this Spider-Man because if this is ending, phase oh, three. Phase three. What did they call this phase? They call it the Infinity, or they called this entire um, arc arc of movies. So from Iron Man to Endgame, the Infinity Saga. Infinity Saga. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like Star Wars is the Skywalker Saga. Skywalker Saga. Yeah. yeah. 
so yeah, I'm really excited to see what happens after the Spider-Man. Right. Like an end credit scene. Yeah. What they address, how they address what's happened in yeah. the endgame. And then hopefully um, we get some news later on in the month or a couple of yeah, I think months later. I think Marvel will probably have their own event like they did a few like five years well, ago at this D23 point. D twenty three is coming up when? Because I mean August they, usually? They, they could do that, right? Because yeah. if this movie's coming out in July a yeah. month right after D twenty three, why not? Yeah, just announce our whole slate or uh like they did for phase three and yeah. I think they did in October twenty fourteen where they're like just that. like, Hey, here's the next five years of movies from us. And, oh, which is amazing. Yeah, and they can do that, you know? Yeah. They can. I don't think I don't think we'll see them at Comic Con, in all honesty. No. I don't think Comic-Con? they need to. No. They're, no. they're done with Hall H. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely. think so. Yeah. All right. Moving on. We've got Ben Affleck. Benny Aff, as we call him around here. Yeah, Benny Aff. Oh, I just call know? him that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's going to be starring in directing the true life World War II story, Ghost Army. And obviously, who writes this in? This is from our boy, Boris Kidd. Boris Kidd. And Boris from The Hollywood Reporter. It's funny. I was uh, I, I retweeted this, and I, I, sent it to, I think I sent it in our movie group chat, uh, that Boris Kidd posted his article from when Robert Downey Jr. was first cast as Iron Man mm-hmm. from 2006. Like, he found the article and he posted it. He's, he's been around for some time Yeah, for Boris is our boy, you know? Yeah, Boris is our boy. So Affleck will be starring in and directing in the Universal Pictures project that is based on the book The Ghost Army of World War II, written by Rick Bayer, Elizabeth Sales, uh, True Detective creator Nick Pizzolatto. How do you say this name? Anthony, you're Italian. Uh, Pizzolatto. Oh. That's what I was going to say, too. Wrote the latest version of the script, and he's working from an earlier draft by Shazam scribe Henry Gaiden. I'm really surprised that he's with Universal on this one. Yeah, not Warner Brothers. Because yeah. Warner Brothers has been his, like, his his boy. Bread and butter. Bread and butter. Since, bread and uh, butter. Brother. Brother? Bread and brother. Yeah. Yeah. So they did um, the, the town, town and Gone Baby Gone were with. Gone Baby Gone, I think, was. I thought it was hmm. Universal. Yeah. Gone the Baby. town and Argo are, were Warner Brothers for sure. Live by Night was Warner Brothers as well too. Yep. Um, but yeah, Gone Baby Gone I think was, it was Miramax. Right? Miramax. I'll double check. We're gonna here. get a quote on that. Mm. But did you guys see Good what the premise Miramax. of this? Uh, uh, yeah, it was Miramax. Yeah. Did you guys see what the premise of this movie was? No. So I'm it, guessing. Was it a paranormal movie? No. So it's basically uh. like <laughs> how this, I guess, infantry used almost like special effect tactics in order to take on the enemy. Oh, really? Yeah, cool. so almost like, I don't know why Home Alone came to my mind, but like, it's like, I guess this group um, used like a special method of like attacking the enemy, like with like smoke effects and mirrors and all that kind of stuff in order yeah. to... Oh, so Mysterio's confirmed. Yeah, Mysterio confirmed for this movie as well, wow. too. I feel like there's so much, there's so many different stories from World War Two. Yeah. There's, all, there's, there's it's, a crazy it's amount of stories that will come out of that type of, that war. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And I, again, I like I'm a sucker for World War Two movies. Yeah, it's just there's something about that time of the world that like that it makes anything that was going on almost like believable. Like that's why I love like even Captain America. Like I'm not yeah. like if you were to tell like oh people were experimenting and stuff like that. Like I, I love it. I love that that idea. So like I, it's cool to see, and I'm excited that Ben Affleck's gonna be behind the camera again. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be nice. Yeah, to see I love well. seeing behind the camera. Yeah. Good and for him too. Yeah, and again from the true, uh, true detective. Yeah. Uh, Nick is going to be part of it, so like, why not? Why not, Nick Pizzolatto? Yeah, Pizzolatto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for that. I mean, it's it's going to be a good time. Uh, next story today that we got, it's an inter- interesting one because we we just talked about this as well pretty recently. Yeah, last week. Last week. Yeah, yeah, that's how recent it was. <laughs> Cinem, we'll never be able to pronounce Cinemia. Cinemia. Yeah, uh, they're. <laughs> yeah. 
theater subscription is shutting down in the United States. So we talked about uh, Movie Pass. Yeah. And we talked about how in Canada here we at least have Cinemia. Cinemia. And uh, so following from last week, after quickly rushing through a series of plan changes and account terminations, the Cinemia app service has announced it's shutting down. A note on the front page of, front page of its website confirms what subscribers have suspected citing unexpected legal proceedings. And we talked about it too, that movie pass is suing them. Yeah, which again, why? Like the like oh, okay. Too Lack much of too capital much. too. The company has responded to inquiry about whether or not they'll be continued on uh, continue on in other countries or they've gone and they've gone pretty much dormant on social media. So this which comes is, from Richard Lawler from Engadget. Yeah, so this is not a good sign. when you they kind of just ghost their customers? I don't mm-hmm. think that's You shouldn't be ghosting your customers. How long have they been around? I don't I don't think Cinema has been around for I can take a look into that. A year a year or two? Yeah, I mean and, and again, like we we've spoken about this before like until it's until there's a a movie ticket service that's like through the theater. Yeah. Like I have a hard time backing anything that mm-hmm. backing it cuz it's like I don't know if I'm just kind of throwing my money away. Yeah. You know what I mean? It makes sense like you you're you're buying a ticket from a middleman. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense to, I don't know, build an infrastructure for that. It, it, just, it, it just, makes sense to do it through the actual cinema. Yeah, like why Why would you... It, yeah, again, it just there's too many questions. Yeah. And it, it, this reminds me, a few years ago, Cineplex actually, like Cineplex here in Canada, they had like this summer movie event where I think it was like, I can't Im- remember the exact price, but basically you bought in I remember this, for yes. a pass and you got like... It was basically access to, I think, was it six movies? Mm-hmm. And you basically, it's like buying it in bulk, like buying like a movie Costco. ticket at Costco. Yeah. yeah. And like, or like it was on your account. So when you went to go redeem a ticket, yes. it was like, oh, take this from my summer movie account. Or I remember that, was, right? Yes, yes. And that was a good deal. And I, I'm hoping we see services like that come back. But again, until it's incorporated by the movie theater company, AMC, Cineplex, um, what have you? Then it's it's hard to. Does it, it does it make cine, does it make sense for Cineplex to do some sort of feature like this, like to, for their customer service? a subscription service? Would they make more money? Would they like? Wouldn't they? I'm just. I feel like there's there's so many hands in the pot when it comes to movie theaters and movie distribution. So I'm wondering, like, people nowadays love subscriptions, and people aren't like us where they go to the theater this often. Like I, I talked to a lot of people, and they're like, "Oh, I haven't gone to the theater in years," and I'm like, yeah. "Wow, it's that to me is crazy, right?" So yeah, years, like, th- we didn't go for two weeks, and we were, uh, and we were feeling stressed. All the three of us were just like, "Yo, it's it's been too long. <laughs> like, what are we doing?" Like, could would you imagine then that? a subscription service would solve this problem? Do you think that they would now be able to pull in more people frequently? I think so. Like, again, like, if somebody is paying for a service, I'm hoping it's not like a gym membership where it's like people pay for it, but they don't use it. But, I mean, like, a movie theater, at least, you're getting some form of entertainment. Like, maybe to, like, to target, um, like, the the more super casual viewers, the ones that literally come every once in a while. Like, yeah. if they did, like, a $10 a month thing where you can watch one movie. right. That'd be amazing. That they'd really not lose any gain. I think for one movie, one movie for ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, and I mean, but when you look at because like, then you and I wouldn't sign up for that because what's no, the but, point? But when you look at like on Tuesday, Cineplex has discounted. It's yes. cheaper than that. Yeah, you could get a ticket for like eight bucks. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. Um, but and then I, I just feel like it's so complicated with all the movie studios as well now oh too because God. you know like a studio like Disney I think takes a bigger cut of their tickets than. And again, I'm 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 assuming this, right. and I feel like I've read this somewhere that Disney has a bigger cut of their ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, how would that work if somebody is going to watch Avengers nine times, or just going to watch 
the Curse of La Lorna. Is that what Lorna, it's called? Yeah. You you saw that actually this week, right, Anthony? Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Um, but <laughs> sorry, Shay was just giving Anthony this this deep like, look. How huh? dare you watch that? <laughs> Anthony, watch this. Um, I feel like I don't know him anymore. Yeah, but like it's it, yeah, it's just it's just interesting. Like I don't know how that would break down on the business. That's just me thinking the business side. No, you're me right. On the consumer it, side, I'm just like give it's confusing. Me something it's to, confusing because there's so many go. again hands in the pot when it comes yeah. to this movie distribution style. But if there's no restrictions of like if they figure out what restrictions or it doesn't work on. Saturday night, or oh, I don't know, something, you know, IMAX whatever. IMAX screenings. IMAX screenings. Uh, VIP screenings. Yeah, you know, Cineplex is I would pay for VIP screenings, 100%. Yeah. Cineplex yeah. has changed up their their scene points as well, too, which oh kind of threw me for a loop today as well when I was yeah, trying to reduce. like, they're not, there's, literally, you go to the theater, even to do time play, it's like, you're going to get one scene point. For <laughs> first place, one scene point. Yeah. It used to be 100 yeah. scene points. Yeah. Uh, yeah what the, happened the other day, I, I read it, and it said five scene points for the second place person. I'm like, why do I? what play? am I going to do with that? And it sucks What's the purpose? I love time play. Like I love flexing on people in the theater and being like, 100%. "We are the best." I'm a legend, you know. You know I'm I mean? up there. Time play legend. But again, like one thing, like the trivia not being what it used to be is one thing. But like, just at least playing, like, give me something to, like, make yeah. it worth it. Make me want to connect to your. Give me the incentive, right? You know. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, so I, I was going to like usually what I do if I have a thousand scene points, I'll redeem like a large popcorn, large drink. And now it's not that. Now it's ten dollars off your meal, which is less than yeah. a large popcorn drink is, right? But I, I feel like movie, th- and this kind of ties to this because, like, I feel like movie theaters need to be making things more welcoming yeah. to their audience. Obviously, when you see what Avengers did this weekend, th- people are going to the theaters. But f- to make this a long term thing, like, I feel like they need to make it more streamlined for people. I right? I hundred percent agree with you. Uh, I looked into it, Cinemia. Was founded in 2014. Oh wow! So that's when they were founded. So they probably didn't launch until like what 2016, 2017, maybe. And then whenever it came to Canada, yeah, Uh, they announced their unlimited plan in Canada uh, in 2018. Okay. Yeah. And now it's poof, gone like the snapped away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's the story. You know. That's the way the cinema disappears. You know. Cinemia. Let's cool. talk about some trailers. Yeah. Mamma Mia, Cinemia. Trailers. Is that, is that your uh, trailers theme song? I don't know, man. Is it? <laughs> trailers. Trailers. Trailer of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's doing trailer? What's the trailer of the week, guys? Let's you, all say it together. I don't know what it, I don't know. Je- Godzilla, King of Monsters? Yeah, I mean, that was good, too. That wasn't... That That was a... This go, can, can, we, can we just go into Godzilla, <laughs> God of Monsters? God, yeah, King of Monsters. King of Monsters? My God, is is there anything left on Earth after... I know, like, literally. I <laughs> they're destroying the Earth in this movie. It's gone. Like, people were upset in Man of Steel when, like, Gotham got... Or, sorry, uh, uh, Metropolis, Metropolis got a little bit yeah. destroyed. The, this, they're literally destroying the world like it's gone man i think they spend most of it in japan is it japan where Maybe. godzilla yeah, comes Japan's out of insurance rate must suck it must dude man like yeah. I, I don't and know it's an island play. it's small yeah yeah it's a teeny tiny island you know yeah. nintendo man hope they're okay uh but we got raising kratos uh it's a youtube documentary yeah uh about god of war boy boy which we've all played here <laughs> yeah anthony you played it, right yes i have yeah yeah Great game. Yeah, I love it. Amazing game. uh, Corey Barlog, who is the director of God of War. um, I loved, I loved, like, he's such a funny personality. So I loved seeing We got to see him in person, too. 
Oh yeah, we did. I had a PlayStation Experience. Yeah, yeah in twenty seventeen. Um, so it's nice to. <laughs> I just That's cool, this. man. Yeah, yeah. Anthony. I have not there. met him. He's not. Met. We, we also get... saw we saw Hideo Kojima as well. Yep. That's and cool. uh, Nathan Drake himself. Nathan uh, Nolan North. Fillion. <laughs> he wasn't there. No, he wasn't there. Um, but yeah, so it was cool. It's really cool to see this. I again, one of the greatest games ever made. So I'm glad we're going to get an inside look of that because. You know, we're all suckers for behind the scenes, making mm-hmm. loves, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. uh, it's nice and it's going to be accessible because it's on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Hopefully it's not a YouTube original, YouTube Red or whatever subscription oh, yeah. service I don't think have. it is. I don't think it just is. Put it, just put it on the PlayStation Just YouTube. release it, yeah. Uh, then we got, which we just talked about right now, Godzilla King of Monsters. God damn. Like this. <laughs> Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, I, I'm hoping for it to be really good. Yeah. Um, Do you take this movie seriously? Of course, because it's real, right? It's based this, on a true story. This is history, is it not? This is based on a true story. Um, so here's the thing I'm dealing with. I watched the, I watched the trailer, yeah, and yeah. it's so dramatic. But then you realize it's just these monsters. And yeah. you just, there's like this, you lose a little bit of... They're the, trying to give you some heart. Yeah. yeah, and you just lose it a bit. You just, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. realize they're just monsters. Why am yeah. I, well, like, why do, should I care about them so <laughs> right. much? And that, I don't know, like, I feel like this monster universe that they're trying to create... Yeah. Because I think this is the same universe that as King Godzilla Kong. and yes. Kong Skull Kong Island. and Godzilla. Yeah. I don't know. It's just they're playing a dramatic angle to it. Yeah, and it's like now the people are gonna be friend or right. friends with Godzilla. Godzilla. This I don't time know. we this joined. This weird party. feeling. I just can't. I can't connect. With it's, it. just yeah. give, it's giving me some uh, Justice League vibes, and the reason why I say that is because interesting. They're they're rushing into it. It feels it feels right. so quick that we are getting 17 of these monsters in one yeah. movie and, and that's the thing because like we <laughs> it's almost like i laughed at the trailer because it was like we've only seen like three of the monsters i think originally before in the uh, in the first trailer oh and yeah then, like, literally, they literally name drop like there's 17 of these now i'm like oh my god like so are they like half good half bad i don't know like, and that's we the thing know, like right based on what they we're don't mention seeing, king kong no, no not yet I don't but, think king, but kong versus godzilla comes out next year Oh, wow. So that's already shooting and going to be coming out next because uh, they moved it up. Yes. I think it's coming out in May or in yeah. March, one of those months. I mm-hmm. also, with Millie Bobby Brown in this movie, like, I mean, maybe, obviously we haven't seen this film yet. So, But whenever you have like a, a little ch- a little girl that's supposed to be like this like connecting tissue yeah. with the monster, I'm just kind of like really like, it just seems so... It's like you've seen it before. I've seen it way too many times before. And like, yeah. like her connection to the monster is going to be really silly. Yeah. And overall, the film is going to be silly, but I just... It, I don't know. It looks good. Like it I, 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 visually, I, it looks visually, good. it looks visually amazing. Looks, I lo- I've been loving their choice of music in these trailers. Yeah. It's been stunning trailers. Like, again, even amazing though it's shots. catastrophic, it's like still beautiful how it's... They look like paintings, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what to expect. I hope it's just not like destruction porn the whole time. Yeah. You know that, what I mean? Yeah. Like, and when I say Justice League, by the way, I only meant the fact that it it rushed. It feels like it's like they're trying to get this big clash. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've had Godzilla came out in 2014, mm-hmm. which was, meh. Meh. you know, it was, I think, the one of my favorite trailers still. Yes. Yeah. And then you see the movie and Godzilla keeps being cut away from mm-hmm. it. Uh, Kong Skull Island, I really liked. Jordan Rogue Roberts. Um, yeah. And then we're having this and then we're having... King Kong vs. Godzilla next year. So you're getting four films. You know, it's March 13th, 2020, I just checked. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it just feels like it's a lot. And it's when you see the plot of this Godzilla, it's like it doesn't feel too different from the plot of the first Godzilla. No. You know, it's like... He's two, come back. He's two coming. creatures fighting. Yeah. You know, it's... So, I mean, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you, you see, you feel like I've seen this already yeah, over and over again. You know? and, then, and then that leads to they're rushing everything into one movie. Yeah, and yeah. how good is a movie when you have all these things happening within two hours? Like, also, can like, they really? How many stories can you tell? Yeah, of of yeah. the same thing. Like Godzilla will just be fighting a monster, right? In every movie, it's literally like power. Essentially, that's what he yeah. does. But like this this day and age, are we? Do we just continue doing that, or do we kind of change it up? Change add it some up elements. Add yeah. Some, yeah, and I mean, we—I guess we've seen different takes. I mean, Godzilla is not like a new IP. Like we—he's had hundreds of movies, right? These mm-hmm. are just the Western movies of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. But like, even like I'm thinking back, like was it 1998 with Matthew Broderick? Mm-hmm. That one, like, it's just seven, I think. Or, or yeah. sometime in the in the late 90s, that one came out, and we had a break from him for a while. And like, I just feel like just visually, these movies look very similar. And I get it that they're coming in the same universe and everything, but. I just I, I'm just hoping that we go in and be like, wow, that was yeah. that was a great movie, you know. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because as a kid, I loved watching the '98 Godzilla. Yeah, I me loved too, it too. Me too. Yeah, I, I, I mean, don't know why. I go and, back to it now and, and P Diddy or Puff Daddy at the time was his was, uh, his uh, his, uh, his um, music video for it. He did. Oh the, he did yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the '90s were amazing. Was the guitarist? There was a guy, the guitarist who who Slash? Was, <laughs> no, it wasn't Slash. It was um, Tom Morello. I'm just naming. I'm just naming guitarists now. Yeah, and then <laughs> Helen. <laughs> He's a famous guitarist, and oh, it's his song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Harrison. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, Godzilla. Okay, I'll, I'll look. I'll look. We're it gonna up. we're gonna look into that uh, song with Puff Daddy. Puff, Puff Daddy. Come with say. me. Wow. So the song I don't think has anything to do with Godzilla, though. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Like you gotta you gotta go to. Puff oh, Daddy's Jimmy house. Page. Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. Okay. Page. Yeah, so it's Jimmy Page's song, and then Puff Daddy came in and remixed it, and gotcha. then called it Come With Me, I'm... and he's on the rooftop. I remember that there, at I remember there, was a, there was a trailer for Godzilla 98 when um, uh, there, there's, a, there's a teaser trailer, because the kids are at a, at a museum, and they're looking at a T-Rex, and it's back when Jurassic Lost World, I think, had just come out yeah, as well, the year or before, was coming right? out, yeah, yeah. and... Uh, the scene is basically them looking at a T Rex, like bones, in a in a museum, and Godzilla's foot just comes down and crushes it. So good. They were just so like like Ronald Emmerich. Ronald Emmerich is super cocky, by the way. Oh, 100 percent. So he just comes in full swing and like, yeah, I'm making Godzilla, but he makes this like giant like iguana movie. Yeah. Instead, yeah, that's his exactly Godzilla what... represented a almost a, like a dinosaur type of yeah creature. It wasn't yeah. like that iconic like Godzilla look. Yeah. No. And it then, looked like a dragon. Yeah, and then Godzilla had laid eggs in the stadium. Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Madison Square Garden, yeah. Well, home, the, home the Knicks, right? What a, what a movie, man. I want to go watch that movie and just be like, wow, this happened. I have it. Yeah. 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 I, I it watched somewhere. it recently. Why, man? How recent is recent, by the way? Oh, very long time. I would watch <laughs> it. Who else is in it? Hank Azaria? Hank Azaria's in it. Yeah, yeah, I love Hank Azaria. Yep. Oh, and... uh Jean uh, Jean Claude Jean Renault? No, Jean Renault. Jean Renault is in it. Jean yeah. Renault. Yeah. Jean Renault. And, and uh, <laughs> like a bunch of people from The Simpsons are in it too. Like yeah. I was thinking his area. But yeah, great, great, awful film. It's like a, it's a guilty pleasure. That's a guilty that's pleasure a guilty, movie yes, for sure. Yes, yes, for yes, sure, yes. that's a guilty pleasure movie. Uh, Gemini Man. We got. Tra- I didn't know they actually had already started filming this movie. I'd heard about it, but I didn't know they were shooting. Yeah, it I think he sh- didn't. He shoot this before Aladdin. I feel like he. I Maybe feel like he I remember. Him. I, I must have slipped my mind. But Gemini Man, directed by Ang Lee. Yeah. Uh, Is this his first movie since Life of Pi? No. No, he did. Oh, no, he did that, that, <laughs> that, that war movie. No. no, you didn't know about. He this? did a war movie. Did he do a war movie? Yeah, yeah. it was called um, the War. No, it was. Self, like I love how Ang just self-correcting Lee. we are in this. Hold each other accountable. Billy he, Lynn's long halftime walk. That's yeah. yeah of course, I remember, I remember that one. That yes. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. We saw this trailer. Remember, it was like uh, the the 
soldier and he comes out at the halftime show mm-hmm. and it almost looks like kind of oh, like a oh yeah 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 I don't know if it's a musical but it was it was just like we were watching this trailer and we we're like what, what the hell what is, is this and the name comes up and we're like well that's a bad name for a movie yeah yeah I remember that now yeah but yeah Gemini Man this starring Will Smith he's basically is he like a mercenary and then he's yeah he's playing. I guess Will Smith, how Will Smith is in all his movies now in terms of like just being like Will Smith disconnected and like super. It's very looper like very looper. And then basically he's being hunted by a younger version of himself. Yeah. What did you guys think of the effects on this? Because it's basically it looks like we're looking at Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Will Smith. right? Now. It looks good at certain points and then it doesn't look good. Yeah. Right? It's like, unca- like it's the uncanny valley. When you're like when still you get when... to the front of his face, it's great. But yeah. there was the that scene profile. in the beginning, there was that side profile, and you could tell like It's like something's something's wrong here. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting because Will Smith right now has been his picking his films very randomly, I think. Now I think he's trying to try to do movies he's just never done before. I I got a lot of like iRobot vibes when I saw this trailer. Yes, definitely. Um and what's really interesting is that he's shooting this film in hundred and twenty frames per second. Why? So he can slow it down. I guess, I yeah. Would, yeah, probably. But like, only certain theaters will be able to show it that way. I remember when we saw Hobbit, Hobbit, and that was uh, forty-eight frames, I believe. Right? It doesn't that, make that, sense. I don't know why I you didn't... would want to watch a movie one hundred twenty frames per second. Just for those of you who don't know what that means, is when you shoot at a higher frame rate, it almost looks like you're, it's live, like it's you're you're in motion. In motion, it looks so like almost like it's going it lo- faster a little. It bit. loses yeah. a cinematic drop frame. Yeah. Which so how much? Kind how of, much is a traditional film? 24. Yeah, 24. Or 23.9, yeah. which is... Yeah. So, it's which like 23.9 still frames make up a moving yes. shot. And that's yeah. what creates the cinematic movie look. That's right. why when you watch that movie, it looks different than when you watch, you know, TV. Like right. soap so, operas are filmed, what, 30 or... I think they're 30. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. 29.97 yeah. or yeah. 30 frames. Yeah. But um, 120 frames, it's this fast... You're almost like you're in the movie. And it doesn't... You don't... It doesn't feel cinematic. No, it's it's, it's jarring. Like, and I remember yeah. when we saw Hobbit again. Like Shay said, it was forty eight frames per second, and yet not a lot of theaters did it. But like, because that was the big hype thing for that movie, we wanted to check it out that way, and it just it just messed with me. Like, I did it not really upset me. It yeah. didn't. I didn't but like the did way it, it looked. He did it because it was three D though. But yeah, right? he's doing it the same reason this time as well. So he's, he's doing making it, this movie three D. He's making it three D. Then that makes sense. He also did the same thing with uh, Billy Lynn's long time. He shot it in one hundred twenty. One hundred twenty as well. Interesting. But again, Which like, we, I thought three D was gone. Like, I thought it was too. Yeah. I mean, I, the only time we ever really see three D now is with big like blockbuster films in IMAX. But other than that, like, I thought it was I was go- hoping it was going away. When we went to watch Avengers, I didn't know it was three D. Yeah. But you can even tell, like, even the people, like. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Yes, it was 3D, but they never used any of no, the 3D. It's they just, don't use 3D like it they did five years there's ago. There's no right? like particles coming across yeah. you, and so it's just like this gimmick that you're. What, what am I paying for? Are it's you just, just paying? I guess, are right? you just charging me more it's, money it's so a, you can get more money? At the end of the day, that's it. Because like when we saw like Shay and I, like the three of us, we saw Avengers Endgame open night. Shay and I stayed to watch the following show, and that version that wasn't in uh, yeah. 3D. And day, it's just day, like day and night. I feel it's it's just like it's a brighter movie. Yeah, my eyes aren't uncomfortable. Like it's they're just it's just such a better experience. No finger smudges you on know? your glasses. It just like I, I saw when I saw Avengers today. It was an IMAX 3D, and oh. it wasn't laser IMAX. So again, like I know we kind of sound like theater snobs right now, but mm, yeah, it's quite it, quite quite quite. But it's not it's not that at all. Like laser IMAX, it's only at certain theaters. It's at least a brighter screen. 
So when I saw today like an older screen, it's like, man, this movie's so dark looking, and it wasn't when you actually see it properly, right? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I, uh, yeah. I hope this movie's good, Gemini Man. I hope it's good. For Will, too, Will eh? Smith's sake, I hope it's good. I, exactly, yeah. because he's just not. He needs he needs a couple wins. And, and I think Brockheimer's producing it. And yeah, I, I feel yeah. like I haven't. That's, that's I a name haven't I haven't heard seen in a while. Yeah, forever. And, they, and they're marketing his name a lot in it, right? Like his his name like appeared like. From Jerry Bruckheimer or whatever, like it's like oh, done recently. I'm, I'm curious. Was it Pirates the last movie he produced? Oh god! Oh, he's doing Bad Boys, obviously. Makes um, sense. Last movie that, he did was 90s Twelve too, Strong, right? which I don't remember at all. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean, oh, yeah. Dead Man Tell No Tales. Yep. Wow. Uh, yeah, he hasn't done much in a while. But he's not like Jerry Bruckheimer from the, the from the 90s, no, 80s, no. you know. No, now he, but literally he's coming back strong right now. So he's doing obviously Gemini Man. Then he's doing Bad Boys for Life, Top Gun, um, on the next part is Caribbean, National Treasure Three. My gosh, yeah, Beverly Hills. Is National Hills, Treasure Three still happening? Supposedly, those are guilty pleasure movies for me. 100%. As well too. Uh, and Bad Boys 4, and also Beverly Hills Cop 4. He always reminds me of Chuck Norris. He, he literally looks look, like yeah, Chuck he Norris. He does look he does. like a Chuck Norris kind of guy. Um, speaking of things looking like something. What? The Gemini Man poster looks like trash. It does not look good at no. all. Again, no. not to be negative, but, but my God, you have bad. such an opportunity to have a cool poster. And I encourage you, listening to this podcast right now, pull over your car. Yeah. Pause, Stop on the highway. Pause whatever you're doing. I don't think these people drive their own cars. Who do you, who, who's the people who's that listen to our podcast? Oh, oh, I thought no, I meant like you were. I thought you were talking about these like, man, the producers. What high class uh, people like, are listening? Man, our so everyone that listens my, to our podcast is driving a Tesla. My basically, bougie. My goodness. Uh, Thank no, you. I was just, so uh, type in Gemini Man poster and then just restore your phone after. Yeah, erase. <laughs> go to settings if you have an iPhone and then reset. Settings. Erase all <laughs> content yeah. settings. My God, yeah. I just, I just like you have. Again, we're talking about movie posters that you could get at movieposter.com, by the way. Yeah. Um, but, like, you have such an opportunity to have a cool poster with this because it's a cool name for a movie. You have Will Smith playing a younger version of himself, and then it's a, such a generic-looking yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 We're, we're very uh, – we love our artwork we for do. the movies, so. Yeah. It's part of, it's all, it's part of it. Yeah. It's part of the movie. What are the trailers, you guys? We got 21 bridges from the producers of... Uh, I don't know what accent I'm doing. What, I have no what, idea what, what voice. Here? What just... happened here? 21 bridges. You got 21 bridges, okay? Uh, starring Chadwick Boseman, yeah. who is, does not have that accent, actually. He does and not. it's funny because I, I know Chadwick Boseman's voice before Black Panther. Right. And then I see him in Black Panther. I'm like, oh, that's a great voice. And then I see his I hear his voice in this movie. I'm like, oh, God, what is that? <laughs> Like it, that? it just sounds so different. Like yeah, this is accent, that American right? accent. Yeah, you know? but uh, produced by the Russos. Interesting. Uh, I don't know who's directed by though. Not too sure. I can take a look at it. But that, this though. is basically Chadwick Boseman is a cop, and he's going after this these bridges, criminal. These directed bridges. by these bridges Brian Kirk. Sorry. Directed by Brian Kirk. Okay. I don't like the poster for this movie either. Um, but yeah, basically the premise of this movie is that there are 21 bridges in Manhattan mm-hmm. that they got to close down to try and capture this criminal. Mm. Um, it looks like a. So what do they like? Like they, I'm guessing they trying to cordon him off. Yeah, in exactly, an area. and okay. keep him contained to. Very dark night. Very dark night. Very the town opening. Like I, close the bridge. I don't know how this movie's gonna do, and the reason why I say that is because it does star Taylor Kitsch. It's what's be, wrong with uh, Taylor Kitsch? He just he's just. I like Taylor Kitsch. I yeah. like, well, okay, I, okay. Here's the thing. Not that I don't like Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> I do like Taylor Kitsch. It's just he is cursed. When it comes to movies, it's sad but true. He's like uh, Jai Courtney almost. Like right. you put him in a film, too vanilla, 
and the movie doesn't come out very strong. But it's also like I feel like Hollywood for a time was trying to push him. They were in all these giant roles, like John Carter of Mars. Uh, he was in Gambit yeah. in the X Men Origins Wolverine. Like, he did really good as Gambit. He, he looked cool. like Gambit. He was cool. Hey, you guys, remember when uh, Channing Tatum was? Yeah, Gambit? yeah, yeah. He still yeah. is, right? Yeah, right. Right. he was even uh, in the right, cast right photo. <laughs> oh god! Oh, but the gosh. poster of this film takes a page right out of every single movie that came out in 2010 plus, uh, where it's the Social Network. Oh, like the big text. Yeah, on the like face. face with text on it. Yeah. The only right. way out is through him. Uh, Thor did it, and then every other film after in the world did yeah. that. So everything. Yeah, Martian. All these big. All movies. these big movies. It's like defaults poster for yeah. a lot of things. You don't get to 21 bridges without making a few roads. You know. I've heard that song before. <laughs> My grandfather always told me that. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, then we also got a trailer for Men in Black International. No? And yeah. That's all we have to say that's about that. Say no, that. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, Anthony, what do you think of this trailer? Um, I don't think I've seen it. Okay. okay. Never mind. I saw, I saw the last trailer. I don't know. When did this trailer come but out? Did, this didn't week? you I'm see guessing? the trailer? Because yeah. okay. they, they accidentally uploaded this without the sound effects and Yeah, score. so I watched. <laughs> you watched that. I watched like two minutes. Not even two minutes. Like, That's a, like two seconds. Trailer. <laughs> I watched like five minutes of this trailer. <laughs> it's funny because like the last time that happened was with The Mummy. And it's just it's just so funny hearing a trailer without all Thank the sounds. Thank you. And we can now use it for our stories. It's we really, can, yeah. Yes. We have, do we, have do, do we save it? it? I downloaded it, yeah. You don't have to worry about scores. Um, but yeah, so basically, I, I would say of all the looks of the movies, this is probably the best trailer we've gotten so mm-hmm. far for this movie. Yeah. Yep. Um, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson have great chemistry. Chemistry. Yeah. Um, we also introduced uh, my boy, Kumail yeah, Nanjiani. Oh. Yeah, he's his playing. Looks a, funny, though. His character actually like is he an alien. He's, he's an alien, like a he's tiny, like a little tiny alien. Yeah. Um, he's pretty funny. I just hope he's not like annoying. Yeah, he, and like overly. Like, usually when they're yeah. tiny, they are annoying. They're annoying, right? Like half yeah. of the trailer, I was getting annoyed. I was like, oh, okay. It's like I, I just hope that he's not, not the like. The go-to comic relief. Yes. So it's just like, oh my god, just stop with this guy. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. I don't think so. Chris Hems, Chris Hemsworth is like, re- like he's comic relief on his own. Like, yeah, he's, he's really good. He's, at really, good. he's really funny. Yeah, he's really, really funny. <coughs> that uh, that gives us our trailers. So we we got some nice trailers there this week. Yeah, it was a pretty good week for trailers. Do you yeah, guys have not. a trail? What's our trailer what's of the week? week? Yeah, I'm gonna say um, Godzilla King of King of the Monsters. What do you about you, Daniel? I was gonna throw my vote in for Gemini Man. And I'm going to hear you be the tiebreaker. And I was going to say Men Black. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a Gemini Man as well because oh, that's, it's our first trash. trailer. Oh. It's the first trailer. That's why. Because right. Godzilla, Godzilla before. And, and, and my problem with the Godzilla trailer is every Godzilla trailer so far has ended with the exact same last shot of Ghidorah and Godzilla attacking each other. Yeah. It's the Rocky closer. Three ending yeah. of the, them about to punch each other. And, and it just cuts. cuts. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, they just copy and pasted that. But, I mean, yeah. Let's okay, see cool, man. Happens. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm so I, sorry. Next week, I'll see your trailer. Yeah. We'll hopefully get some new trailers this week. Yeah, hopefully. Out this week, Long Shot, which um, I didn't Charlie know was coming Theron out. And, yeah, uh, I didn't Seth realize Robert. it was coming out this soon, but uh, that's great. Yeah, I thought it was later. Really? Again, like I keep forgetting that May is like this week. Yes. So in my head, we're like still in March 2016. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're also getting uh, Ugly Dolls, which, I mean, starring Pitbull. And Pitbull I saw, and I saw the trailer for this. I saw the TV spot. It yeah. started off with the Avengers, like the whole Avengers type of font. 
Okay. And then it leads into this ugly uh, doll. The old switcheroo. Are you excited for it? <laughs> it was dumb. It was so <laughs> dumb. I'm like, oh my gosh. No one's going to come and watch your Do movie. Do you think this is going to unseat Avengers Endgame Easy. next week? This, dude, yes, Avengers ugly dolls should gonna... fear ugly dolls. Two billion dollar opening next week. Oh my gosh. I'm scared now. <laughs> what What would we do if that happens? Somehow that happens. I think we would have to quit the podcast. Yeah, we would end the podcast. Yeah. That is a threat. The next one that's coming out, and I've seen this trailer a couple of times. I think we've seen, seen this movie a million times as well, too. But like... <laughs> The Intruder, starring Dennis Quaid, yeah. Megan, Megan Good, yeah. and the other guy whose name I can't remember right now. This movie looks so silly. Yeah. It, <laughs> was there not a version with um, Samuel L. Jackson where the, like it was racially reversed, where Samuel L. Jackson was the black neighbor or the black cop, with a, and then and the neighbors were either white and black or both white? Something. Is this Tyler Perry's The Intruder? <gasps> it just looks so stupid. Like... This trailer, like, is he like a Trump supporter? Is that's why? I don't know. Or? It's just it's it's just like one of those movies that we've seen a million times over about like someone just it's just a home invasion type movie, and like. But I can't take Dennis Quaid like me this. either. I, I don't believe that De- Dennis Quaid, the rookie, is uh, <laughs> the rookie <laughs> is is doing this movie. You no. know, like it just it just seems stupid. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, and then finally, <laughs> we talked about this earlier on the podcast a few podcasts ago. Extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile finally comes out the Ted Bundy. Yeah, on Netflix this week. This yeah. Friday, it's coming out on Netflix. Ooh, who's, who's so we'll probably uh, have excited to watch watched that one. it by uh, next week. Get to see uh, Zach Efron's shirt off. I'm excited to I see mean, Zach Efron. You brought shirt it up, off. so let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, I, I hope it's good. Again, like probably won't. Did you, you, did you Zach guys Efron's did you guys watch the documentary? No, did you? No, I didn't get to. I didn't no, watch man. It. I, I do with, with the tapes. Yeah, the yeah. tapes, but it's oh. same director. I, as same director. Like, I just uh, Ted Bundy. I don't know. I didn't care enough. Yeah. I, again, like it's it's just one of those things that we spoke about. I think we spoke about when, on the one of the first. I think episode zero or zero point five. Maybe we did. How yeah, the trailer did, was yeah. trying to like portray him as very like cool and like yeah. like you kind of want to root for him, but also it's like. He's awful. Yeah. Um. So it's it, it's a fine line. It's um, a fine 30 line. Thirty women so. more probably. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I'll probably try it. Put it on this weekend yeah, and give it a Netflix, shot. If it's on Netflix, it's so much easier to yeah. try and watch it. But uh, but I wouldn't go to the theater to watch this. No. Yeah. Is it going to theater? No. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Wait. Is it having a limited release at least? No. At least. At least. At least a minimal release, a tiny one. Not that I've seen. I think I just saw May. I just saw May third Netflix. Did we talk about the um, the Netflix being or? Oh yeah, with the Oscars. The Oscars. Yeah, tell That's, us about it. Tell us about it. Um. So there's been a ruling that. Who was it? The FCC. I think so, or just the Academy. The can yeah, the Department of Justice. <laughs> I think the, the Hall Department of Justice. Of Justice. Commissioner Gordon of Gotham City PD. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, it all started with them. Yeah. Um, basically, said that the uh, you can't rule out Netflix as Netflix movies. Netflix for movies Oscars. because it becomes then a monopoly, right? Yeah, I'm down for so it. So good for them. Good for them. So that means they don't have to go to theaters. No, they to don't. To get Oscar nominated, I'm, I must save them a lot of coin. Yeah. Is that is that what the ruling was that they don't have to go to theaters or if well Netflix they don't have to be they don't have to go through the whole theater process that Spielberg process. wanted beforehand oh, okay. he wanted he wanted the movie to go through theaters then show up on streaming services got you to then be nominated for but do they still uh, did the academy rule change that you have to have two weeks limited release or something like that is that, that i don't know okay I don't know. Uh, but but they could still netflix films are going to be eligible yes. for yes Oscars. they will Great. so give us your best uh steven spielberg being disappointed by this news uh, anthony yeah what sound did you make when you heard this uh God damn it. 
By the way, I found the film that I was talking about with Samuel yeah. Jackson, starring Kerry Washington and Patrick Wilson. Uh, oh yeah, this was Lake, oh. Lakeview Terrace. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah, where yeah, yeah. he's a, a racist African American LAPD officer who will stop at nothing to force out a friendly interracial couple that just moved next door. A racist LAPD officer that's black. Yeah, yeah it's like, wow, that's just, a, and it's that's Sam a, Jackson as that's well a, too. What do they call it? Bizarro world. Elseworld that's some weird. Of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's the yeah. opposite world. Very yeah. interesting. Very interesting. But yeah, it's interesting week in the theaters again. I don't think anyone's trying to come and compete with Endgame right now. No. It no. Needs, it needs I'm surprised these movies even. Even Longshot. Because I want to watch Longshot, yeah. but I pro- it's going to be a long shot. It's going to be a long shot. <laughs> these, are, these are like the anti-Avenger type movies. These, oh, are, wow. the, these are the movies that people <laughs> who Dennis. don't want to see a superhero movie, this is the kind of movies that like, oh yeah, I'll take my kids to Ugly Dolls. If you love your kid, you won't. Yeah. My sister uh, <laughs> wants to go see it, and I was just like, don't do this. Just take her to Avengers. And yeah, I will take her to Avengers. We're going to sit in the theater and tell her it's ugly dolls, and then eventually Avengers will start. Yeah. Three hours later, she'll hate me. Yeah. That's yeah. how resentment and siblinghood is just founded love. on. That's just love. That's it. Yeah. But what have you been watching this week? Daniel, what did you watch? Since uh, you only put Avengers on here. Is that what you watched? I feel like I watched something. I've been watching a lot of Always Sunny this week, nice. just because it's just a nice, nice scene to go back to. Nice. You know? Um, Avengers Endgame, I think, was the biggest one. I know I'm forgetting something I watched. I forgot to add it to our mm. run of show. Um, so I'm just going to kick it over to you guys. Oh, okay. okay. Don't judge me, okay? Uh, Anthony, for me, watch? I watched Infinity War. That led to Avengers Endgame. Um, I've been watching the OJ Made Th- in America. The 30 on thirty for 30? 30 for 30. Finish yeah. that. How was that? Very, very good. Probably one of the best documentaries I've watched. So well done. I love anything. It's, so, so um, well done. Like, really yeah. intense. One, an hour and a half. Um, episodes. They're about five episodes long. They um, they showcase OJ growing up uh, from you know being this college superstar to this um, you know I'm you know running back to the murders to what happened after. But then they also tie in LA. They tie in Rodney King. They tie in uh, racism time, right? and then how everything literally ties in together and how his murder or the murder of Nicole Simpson was became this and Ron know, Goldman. Ron right? Goldman became this race, um, mm. race. Uh, do you, do you think he did it? Oh, hundred percent, he did yeah. it. Oh, hundred percent. It's a great. Uh, what do you if think you don't it? think yeah. he did, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he did it. Like, there's if literally the glove doesn't fit. You must have quit. <laughs> yeah, there's literally blood in his yeah. into his bedroom. Like, what he else? He literally said, "I killed my wife." Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great. It's a great pairing to watch that after you. I would say watch it after. The OJ FX series, the amazing um, series, the crime series, the American true crime. Yeah. So that's a fantastic, such a well, I've been wanting to go back and watch it. Yeah. I just bought it recently on Netflix. Yeah. So it's, bu- it's a good, you series. bought it on iTunes. It's a very good series. Yeah. I recommend, right. watch, <laughs> I recommend <laughs> watching this beforehand. Okay. Cause oh, the crime, the, the, the um, that is more of a dramatic, it has like a more of a dramatic For sure. right. look and feel. What, I'm, t- t- what this I'm hearing is, is that you don't real. like Dr. Bolt's eyebrows in that yeah. movie. Because yes. like Daniel's eyebrows. No, yes. my eyebrows are a lot more plush. <laughs> like an ugly doll. Oh, oh, is that too much? I meant like ugly dolls. Plush. Just call me an angry oh, bird and leave it at that, okay? <laughs> um, actually, you know what? I did, I did watch. Uh, I did. I picked up Bumblebee this week. It was yes. on sale on iTunes, but I didn't get to watch that yet. But I watched all the bonus features for it. Oh, nice. Were they good? So good. So good. I'm. I just. What a great, well done movie. Huge surprise. Such a great surprise. We all saw it together. Well, I sat five rows down. Funny yeah. story. When we went to go watch it, it was an advanced screening that we actually had to buy tickets for because this movie opened up like two weeks early for one night. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the seat beside us stayed open. 
And then Anthony still had to sit five rows in front of him. But we kept signaling to Anthony to come over yeah. here. And he just said, no, I How will not watch it. How was I supposed to it. see you? I, well, I mean, to be honest, like, the signal was very, very, like, minor. Like, it was like, I, it's barely, like, it was like a... Anthony. I think I might have done one of these. Yeah. Like, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll know what hand I'm doing. Yeah, he's just yeah signaling to come. But, signaling. His, but the, the, what we didn't realize is his head, his back of his head was facing us. So That's true. he didn't see it. Yeah. Um, no, but the bonus features for it are great. It's such a great movie, such a great surprise. Um, and that's all I'll say about that. Nice. Cool. Uh, I watched a lot this week. Tell us. I won't lie. Uh, obviously, Avengers Endgame, which we'll get into. Um, the day we recorded the podcast, I had a day off, and I had a lot of work to do at home. But it was uh, – luckily, I could do it in front of a TV. So I put on Deadpool 2. I don't know why. We think we talked about it. That's why. Is it on Crave? It is on Crave, but I, I have it on, on iTunes. Okay. So I yeah. watched it there. And then after that, I was kind of in the mood for something Will Smith. So I put on Bad Boys. And then my mom heard me watching Bad Boys, and she was like, I love this movie. And she's, like, quoting it. And I was like, what the hell, Mom? You Mom? Like, it really threw me off. I was like, Did okay. she quote the beginning scene? With she the, was quoting everything. With you know, the like, Popeye chicken eating? Popeye chicken eating thing. Everything. No, it was KFC chicken eating thing. Was he? No, it was that. Remember the big, big, yeah, yeah, big yeah, black yeah. guy hey, who Call comes... your mom. Ask her to mom, what this is. Yeah. Hey, Shiwi. Um, uh, anyways, I hope no one's Siri activated from that, by I the apologize. way. That was a... Uh, that was a Great movie. I great, love Bad Boys. Great movie. Tia Leone, uh, so obviously good. Martin Lawrence, yeah, yeah. and uh, I, William I, Smith. I hope the third one is good. Yeah. yeah. Even though it's, it's called Bad Boys for Life, yeah. which I feel like should be the fourth Save one. Save that for the fourth movie. But no. For... And then good. I watched Horrible Bosses because I was watching a lot of Always Sunny as well. So I love Charlie Day. Yeah. Uh, that movie is so funny. That movie is so good, Horrible Bosses. The fact that... Kevin Spacey can kill it as a comedian. Yeah. The fact that Colin Farrell is this like skeezy, like coked out dude. Such a well played so, role, right? His his comedy in that film is so good. If you go back and watch it, it's so funny. It and, reminds uh, me a lot of uh, Tom Cruise and Tropic Thunder. Exactly. We're just like, the how? I got. You're funny. Yeah. yeah. Exactly the feeling that I got, and it also has a small little cameo by Her Royal Highness uh, Meghan Markle. She has a little tiny yeah. role in there, too. Yeah. Uh, and then last night, uh, I was showing my friends. We'd kind of do like a movie night, and I showed them The Kings of Summer, directed by Jordan Vo Roberts as well. Yeah. Beautiful movie. Love that movie. Yeah. It's so funny. and gets funnier over time as well. Yeah. One of the best coming-of-age movies, I'd say. Like, I would say so. If you're looking for something in the vein of like a Ferris Bueller... Um, sixteen candles, but of like this generation, I would point with, you with, towards with that. today's kind of humor. With today's yeah. humor and everything. Have you ever seen it? Uh, no. You should watch it. Yeah, it's yeah. really funny. Great movie. Yeah. Great Nick movie. Offerman's in it. Uh, who's in it? Nick Offerman's and in it. Who else is in it? Camille no. Nanjiani's yeah. in it for a second. There's the other. There's a kid, right? Yeah, Love the, Simon, the kid from the Love kid Simon and Jurassic Simon, World. Yeah. Nick something. Nick Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. Am I making Nate Robinson or Nick Robinson? I think it's Nick, and he's also Jurassic World. Yeah, Jurassic World kid. He's in it. It's just, it's just really funny, man. Like you got to give it a watch. I'd say. And everybody else that's out there, the Kings of Summer, directed by Jordan Vogue Roberts, who did Kong Skull Island. Yeah. And he's doing the Metal Gear Solid movie. Yeah. Whenever that comes out. Whenever that. Whenever comes that comes out. comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's do this, guys. Is it time? Let's do this. Do the theme song ready from your mouth. Ba 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 ba. Oh wait, Avengers theme song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that Avengers or is that Captain America? Because Captain America, I think that's Captain America. Captain America is That's Captain America. All right, guys. Welcome. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. So before we get into the topic of the show, we'll give you guys, what, one second? Yeah. Or two seconds. 
this is your official spoiler warning. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Thanos. <laughs> Thanos. So we're going to be going into some spoilery talks. Let's do it. So let's give it two seconds. Uh, disconnect your phone. Rip out your battery. Whatever you need to do. Okay. So one. Throw out your phone. Out two. Iron Man dies. There's no going back now. There's no going back there now. Is no he's going not, back. I don't think he's dead. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. He's just trying not to owe me a burger right now. Yes, wait, no, I don't owe you a burger. <laughs> what do you mean? So let, okay, let's let's get a burger oh, bet on the line here. Was it was, I said no one would die? Yeah. You said nobody. And you said... I Iron said either Cap or Iron Man. I don't remember this conversation. <laughs> it was last week. Oh, man. We got to go back into the old podcast. We got to go, go, go into the archives. You know, we got to go it. time jump into the quantum <laughs> realm to listen to the old podcast. Yeah. Yo, then, my boy didn't die. That's all but that but but yeah. according to Anthony's theory, and yeah. it's not dead. So right. Captain America does he still owe you a burger? Well, I said I said Cap or Iron Man is going to die. Yeah, but according to Anthony, he's not dead. Iron Man's not. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what Anthony. Says. <laughs> <laughs> the movie told me. The movie didn't. Die. See the movie. The way it ended, it just doesn't <laughs> seem <funeral>. like. <laughs> Well, you didn't really see his body, right? Where's the body? They just put, up, the they put yeah. his, his little the heart thing on, a, on yeah. a reef and they send it out hey, in the listen, water. I, this is the thing. Ten years down the line, he comes back. I will buy you a burger Dude, back if you. if they send his body on the water, just like they did in Lord of the Rings, and then they shot like arrows Why and, would they do and that? he burst into flames, then, then, that, then he's dead. <laughs> Why are they giving him a Viking funeral, though? I don't understand. Because oh, that's a God. warrior's funeral. Every <laughs> every warrior dies by the flame. In the next episode, as uh, what's his name, as Darth he, Vader. Yep, and whoever. A good death is his own reward. Yep, I've heard Far that. Far out, fail. Anyways, um, okay. Let's let's try and somehow explain what this movie's about. Okay, do you want to do? Do you want to do it? Because I feel like you you know how to do. Yeah, it. Yeah, you you could do it really well. Yeah, this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so going into this movie, we really didn't have any idea. How the hell they're going to get out of what just happened? So to recap, Infinity I War, knew. I kind of knew. Anthony knew nothing surprised I Anthony. Knew. He's seen it so all. Thanos <laughs> snaps his fingers, half the universe goes. This movie picks up basically right after that, and we see Hawkeye and his daughter and his wife and his two sons. Um, they get poofed away, poofed Hawk- away, poofed away, and Hawkeye's there, just like it's my time to go kill some people now. So literally, this movie just starts off on the most. Horrific way possible. So was was Hawkeye's motive that he's just trying trying to get to the people that didn't get snapped? I think that are bad. Yeah. So the way I took it is that like in the comics he becomes this character Ronan. Yes. Right. So he's basically becomes like this almost like a Deadpool type character. Like he's like a hitman. Yeah. Slash mercenary. Slash I'm going to kill people that don't deserve to be alive. I'm mm. going to take on basically still doing Avenger work, but like having no but mercy. Darker, yeah. yeah. So he's just like straight up killing cartels, killing people, and taking them out of the picture. Right. Um, then we see Tony adrift in space, mm. and as we skinny saw, Tony, skinny Tony. Like, you think that was CG or that was I think really? That was CG. I think a bit of CG and maybe yeah. some uh, some makeup to make there's, him look really scary. There's definitely some like overlaying of his face. Yeah, he looks really skinny. Scary. He looked really scary in that. But yeah. basically, at the end of Captain Marvel, or I guess the mid credit scene, we saw that. Uh, Scarlet Wit, sorry, Scarlet Johansson's Black Widow, Don Cheadle, and them, they're trying to find out what happened to Nick Fury, so they work on his pager, and then Captain Marvel shows up, right? Mm. So I, I took that as Rocket, since he was there as well, too, told her how to track the ship, and he, she finds Tony, brings his ship to Earth, 
Tony is besides himself, gets really angry at Captain America, and basically from there, uh, Captain Marvel's like, let me go kill Thanos, and they do just that. Thor, Captain, Thor basically cuts off Thanos' head. They find the planet that he's been on because he used the stones to destroy the stones, and yeah, yeah, great scene. What did you think of that one? Where where yeah. were you guys up to this point? What were you guys feeling? Was it like subdu- like subverting expectations for you at all? No, 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 no. Did you think that Thanos? I didn't think he would destroy the stones. I didn't no? think it would lead that way. What What did you expect? I thought there was going to be some sort of trying to find him and then grab the stones and then right. revert everything. I yeah. didn't think he'd destroy. <coughs> <clears throat> Sorry, guys. It's okay. Uh, destroy the stones uh, in the first five, ten minutes of that. Yeah, movie. I mean, I, and I think that's the thing that surprised me is that basically they're like, okay, let's go get him. They found out where he was. Thor, he, he tells them, he's like, hey, I destroyed the stones with the stones so there was no temptation by anybody. And this is the world that we're living in. You know, and Thor basically just chops his head off at that point, right? That, that was a great moment. Like, that caught me by surprise. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And then like it goes black and you're like, oh, is it done? The movie's done. Roll credits. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I wouldn't even put it past Marvel to say the movie's three hours and then the movie's like 10 minutes long. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, like, not 10 minutes, but like yeah. if it was like an hour long movie, yeah. I wouldn't put it past them to say it's three hours and then they just blindside us with right. a shorter film. And I think the most unexpected part for me was that they were like, okay, you know what? That's done. Black screen five years later. Oh, yeah, that was God. a huge um, jump. Jump. Huge jump. And like and I love that I would say if anything, the first I would say twenty five percent of this movie, it's a bit slower, but it's also the movie needs that because it's basically showing the fallout of this world reacting to half its population going, right? Mm-hmm. You see what you see what Black Widow is up to. She's basically running the Avengers compound still, but there's not much she could really do because she's like on her own. Everybody's kind of gone their own ways, right? Um and then but, for, go on. But it, like in all, all like in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It actually made sense to like wipe out half the world or half the universe. What do you mean? Everyone was happier. I would say. Wow. You used to be more happier. Yeah, man. You so don't have to deal you're, with. You're Thanos. You would have Thanos, to deal eh? with all that population. You don't have to worry about <laughs> saving people because everyone's pretty much safe in a sense. Okay. Yeah, you lost your loved ones, and <laughs> you know my mom and dad are gone. But... Yeah, but they're onto a better place, right? Uh, yeah. We don't know where they are. <laughs> they're, I guess, disappeared, right? Yeah, I would be Thanos. You, yeah, and you would definitely be Thanos. <laughs> he sympathized with him. He's like, he's like, ah, oh, man, yeah, yeah, I believe in Thanos. Oh man, when I saw Infinity War, and I'm like that, yeah, I hundred percent. I understand what this guy is saying. Make the world population half again. <laughs> that's that's what it is. So basically, we're seeing the fallout of what's happening, right? Yeah. Like these characters are at their lowest, right? You see that, as we said, Black Widow was still running Avengers Compound. She's in contact with Captain Marvel, who's doing, who's trying to help the other planets. She said there's thousands of other planets in this universe that. that I get that, but that are like you Earth. are human, and at the end of the day, you're human. You should be. You know, but what? But what's there to do on Earth for her now? But right? She's space police. Yeah, yeah. but like, I guess so. But yeah. at the end of the day, you're a human. Like, no, but but her life since being reborn, I guess, has been being this. Cosmic yeah, I never, character, I never right? understood Captain Marvel's like whole thing on whole thing. She's on, were you, were you like leaving though? Earth. Were you surprised that she was barely in the movie? Um. Yeah. Like they, I did I not like, dig I her like haircut. Be a build up in her this haircut film. was awful. I'm. It's from the comics, it's from right? The I think comics, they were just doing 100%. fan service there. I feel like the, the, they could have slicked it back or something. 
You think yeah. so? just her hair looks? It stupid. looked really bad. Yeah, I really get bad. that it was a comic nod, but it was like oh, it was okay. a, it was a little jarring after seeing jarring, her in yeah. uh, Captain Marvel. Right? Here's the thing: I'm not surprised Captain Marvel was used the way she was because one, she's she's very powerful, but also I think it would be a disservice to after 21 movies mm-hmm. be like, hey, here's this character we're introducing in a prequel movie. And then she's just going to come and save the day. Oh, for sure. And, and that's what I loved how they, she was used in the beginning of the movie. She was like, yeah, I'm going to go kill Thanos. So BRB. Yeah. And basically, even though she went to go kill him, there was nothing she could do because yeah. he's already done it, right? Yeah. Um, Again, I don't understand her character. Don't tell me. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't know Thanos is around and living and taking over and looking for these stones she's space police you know most right. powerful being she should have been hearing about this it's just it, her character doesn't make sense right now like it I just get it. it's just i don't know that maybe again mm-hmm. i feel like she, she's not getting enough story well, she's been around all this time yet right now she chooses to appear when we've been having these issues for some time right. like when when new york was happening right where was she but we but again like and Kevin Feige, like we spoke about this when her movie came out, just because she didn't come doesn't mean that she wasn't then dealing make, with something. Then you right? can't make her that powerful because it makes her. It, to me, she's like this this god. No, of course, she's yeah, more she powerful is. than Thor, apparently. Yeah, or like Which, she's super powerful. She's right? super powerful, so yeah. she's worried about other galaxies right. or other. But I guess planets? I guess the movie's justification was she's like there are thousands of planets where everything that's happening on Earth are happening on these planets, so that's. That was at least the movie's justification for yeah. it, right? That she's trying to help other planets out, right? Yeah. So I get well, it. You well, want to? She wanted her to be snapped away too. <laughs> yeah, she should have been snapped away. Um. So basically, uh, Ant Man comes out of the quantum realm. He gets because a rat kind of walks over the. <laughs> that was kind of silly as well. Yeah, but I guess that. Imagine Doctor Strange seeing all of the Moments possible occurred. futures. He's like that rat. That rat knocks Ooh. him out. Um, and it's basically he's coming back after five years, but for him it's felt like five hours, right? I think it would be more sense if like. Um. Oh my God, Kevin Chang. No, what's his name? Uh, the security guard. Security guard. Yeah. Uh, Ken. Ken Jong. Yeah. Yeah. Ken Jong. Uh, I think it'd been funnier because he had no lines and it was so weird. Yeah. No, it was just him having watched him even like a walk word. Off yeah. Then... I think it'd been funnier if he went to like the vent and then actually hit a button and then like Ant Man popped out and they had this weird like funny exchange. Right. Yeah, that would have been over, funnier for over sure. Over a rat walking, but that's just me nitpicking right now. Yeah, of course. Like it's. I think. In a movie that's three hours, that's you're okay to trim him yeah. just getting thrown back into the world, right? Right. He finds that his daughter has now aged five years, which was a super emotional scene. Mm-hmm. Um, him being re- uh, reconciled with her um, and just basically figuring out that, hey, there's a way we could do time travel. They go to Tony. Tony figures it out. Tony now has a daughter. Yes. And he doesn't want to lose it because Tony's seeing that as his second chance, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, and basically... They figure out where their basically their time heist now is to go through time and mm-hmm. collect the stones. Now, what I actually really appreciated how the movie did time travel wasn't that by going back you're going to change the future. It's like basically you're going to a different reality. That's which I which I liked because the whole thing of doing something in the past and then you like fade away in the future. I don't like that. I think that's just like a like a cop out, and especially that would be kind of silly storytelling for. A movie again, like twenty-two movies in to do something like that. What was mm-hmm. your guys's? How did you guys like how time travel was done in this movie? I always find time travel confusing, so I, oh, I sure. still don't get it. What, sure. what they did um, and how it like connects, and it just I just don't get it. I got you. So the, I guess I know they went back in time, but yeah, I don't know. This is weird. Yeah, for so me, um, 
it, it's, it's it's I don't get time travel as either. So yeah. whatever you throw at me, I'll be like, yeah, sure, totally, sure. whatever. Yeah. Um, but I do like that. Yeah, it wasn't a again confused a little bit because it does seem like towards the end that does happen with the whole Captain America thing. Right. But the we'll fact that which we'll get to. But the fact that like yeah, like they just went to a different version was were able to get the stones back, yeah. bring it over, and then. Or snap again yeah. to bring back what they want. Right. And I like, too, that they said that basically their plan was, let's go back in time to wherever these stones were. And then we're going to, I guess, travel back and put them back to the moment they were taken in those realities. So they're not making a bunch of chaotic timelines. Right? Right. Right, um, right off the bat, the first, I guess, time travel place they go to is 2012 New York. What a cool moment. Going into basically the first Avengers movie again very, and seeing kind of cool things moment. from a different side, right? That was so cool. It was a very funny moment. It was very cool. It was very nostalgic. Yeah, that they were back at the first film and just that scene. Those those scenes to me were so funny. Yeah, like th- there were scenes that weren't even like really necessarily action happening, but just kind of seeing like things that happened immediately after seeing that almost elevator fight. Yeah, what a cool like. Yeah, uh, that blew my the mind. Hail Hydra. Where, like, the Hail Hydra, where you're seeing the same goons from Winter Soldier, that they're like, oh, yeah, that's Hydra, but we didn't know it was Hydra yet. Yeah, right. so, and Ant-Man's and just like, you guys didn't know those were bad guys? They look <laughs> evil to me. They look like bad guys. <laughs> and then again, obviously, what, was it a few years ago where Captain America had that comic run where he was Hydra? Yeah, that he was secretly like, Hydra. you know, that yeah. it's just funny that they almost addressed that as well. Yeah. It's just, it's really cool. That was a really and good then, series. And then he just kind of like, Captain America just kind of leaves the elevator after saying Hail smirk, Hydra. Yeah. That smirk, like... Set, like it's just like the thing I love so much about Endgame is that they they found this way of balancing like humor humor with yeah. great storytelling and also fan service mm-hmm. where they were still able to find a way to tell mm-hmm. this giant story. Right? Yeah, they um, do a really good job of of making those three elements cohesive. Yeah. yeah, I know. Like we've been pretty deep on plot here, but like I guess just leaving the movie, guys. Like, what was your like initial feelings on it? I just had a lot more questions. Like, what's yeah. after this? You like, know? what's coming next? What's coming next? Did you feel... It's, you didn't feel any type of, like, cat, finality to it? Not really. No? Because with with comics and with these characters, there's never ever a finale... Right. A final, like, version of it. It's right. never ending. So, yeah, Tony might die and yeah. <clears throat> and Steve might be old, but... Right. Who knows? Like, I look at it. look at Loki. Loki's yeah. s- somehow alive in a sense. Right. Because he has and, a and, stone. And that's what I was going to say. That's where we kind of see one of the first diverging, I guess, realities where Loki now escaped with the time stone, right? Yeah. So is that where his TV series is going to spring off of yeah. from? I guess you're right. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I think for like actors like Tom Hiddleston, where, he, yeah, he has a big name, um, but he can still do a TV show. But then you have like a, you know, Chris Evans or a, or a Robert Dine Jr. Yeah. where their time has come to an end not only because of you know Robert Downey's age or whatever right. and so on and so forth but because there's just too big there are too big names now to go and keep doing TV shows or keep doing these movies right but also like I feel like we've seen there's not much again like for me personally like we've seen Iron Man in 10 movies now we're good like I think there's there wouldn't be anything else left for him to do other than the, the, die to surprise me right right you know like I've seen that movie I've seen him battling in his like I've seen all that. So like for him to now like again we're skipping over towards the end now right. for him to die saving everybody. I think 
that was such what, an impactful way to go. What did you think of his last line where he's like, I'm Iron Man? The best possible way he could have gone. Mm. Him putting those, put, putting the Infinity Stones on his Iron Man gauntlet and just after Thanos saying, I am inevitable, and he's like, and I am Iron Man, and him snapping. Mm-hmm. The one, one guy more. without superpowers. Uh, Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day. Like he's what would you want him to say instead of Iron Man? No. I, I am Tony Stark. I am. I am Thanos. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Rips what? Rips his <laughs> oh, I'm in great twist. Um, I was going to, I was mentioning this. Imagine turn evil, dude. Oh, oh that's sick. Oh, my God. He, he joins with Thanos. <laughs> Listen, man, oh, you're getting too excited at this evil movie. timeline now. Um, I was mentioning this to you guys before we started recording that, okay. you know, in Infinity War, Doctor Strange, as we know, we saw, he saw 14 million whatever futures. Mm-hmm. And and now in this movie, again, that portal scene, when everybody's coming back, as, before we get scene. to that, that scene, like how it made us go bonkers, like there's that moment where Doctor Strange kind of holds up his finger to Tony Stark with the one. He's yeah. holding up a one. And this is after Tony has asked him. He's like, you saw 14 million futures. Is this the one where we win? And basically, Dr. Strange tells him that if I told you that, it wouldn't happen. And what I love, what I love why this is impactful is because basically the 2014 Thanos, because Thanos is dead in our timeline, but the 2014 Thanos sees his future because Nebula, because there's two Nebulas, basically, she's projecting um, what the other one is seeing. And he sees that he's accomplishing his goals. And because he sees this, he wants to try and accomplish it faster because he knows he's going to be killed or whatever, yeah. right? And I just love the fact that basically Iron Man not knowing his future is what allows him to accomplish it and be the hero. And Thanos, who knows mm-hmm. that he's going to succeed in the future and he knows how he does it, mm-hmm. is what makes him fail as well. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a lot of amazing parallel there, which I really, I really liked. I truly, I feel bad for... His daughter. Nebula? No. Gamora? Or, um, Iron Man? Iron Man's daughter. I- Iron Man's daughter, yeah. Because really, like, at the end of it, it was, he really, like, he, like, he... He loved her a he, lot. Yeah, he... 3,000. Who doesn't love their own child? But I I'm love trying you 3,000. Oh what I'm trying God. to say is, like, he, it took, a, like, a lot from him to give up that chance of being her father yeah. to saving the world, right? Like, he didn't even want to worry about going back in time and... And, and doing all that stuff, and that's right? He's like, like, I have my chance. I want to be yeah. a father. Which, to tell you the truth, I would have done the same. Like, okay, the world's gone. Like, it is what it is. I would have... Don't reverse time. Bring the people we lost to now. Yeah. Which was a big thing. I thought that was... That's what almost threw me, like, for a loop, too. Because, like, your, your, your expectations almost when time travel's involved is, like, let's stop him from doing the snap and going back in time. Mm-hmm. But I think it was a lot braver of them to be like, no, let's... Continue, continue in twenty twenty three when this movie takes place, basically, mm-hmm. and says no. Let's bring the lost people back. Yeah, yeah. It's such a weird. Like I was, who was I talking? I forgot who I was talking to. But when they, when people come back, they're five years behind. Yeah, the people, the people who, are, who stayed. Right. So you're born Ant- in the same year. Yes, Ant Man's daughter is yeah. the example. Who's now grown up five yeah. years, but now whoever she was friends, friends with. with are still. Yeah. <laughs> It's could so be older, weird. could be younger. It's well, we're thinking crazy. about. I was thinking about that when it comes to Peter going back to school. Yeah, like he's in high school that last scene of the film. Now, is he going to school again with the same people or like the ones that didn't go to dust? Did they graduate? I'm, assu- I'm, I'm assuming, assuming they all went to dust. The, the all whole, the kids. The whole kid, all well, the kids. I was looking at the. I was watching the trailer and they like his friends. All his friends at least were dusted. Yeah, yeah. His friends were definitely dusted for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's probably kids who 
went along and are in college or university now and he's back in whatever grade he was in right yeah going back to far from home trailer you also see that they removed the dates on his passport right did you guys notice that no i didn't notice so when that. you when you see the trailer for far from home they the there's a scene of his passport and you see like a funny picture of him um but there's no dates there's no mm. years on the actual passport photos so they're probably anticipating something like this i was looking at his passport this morning Wow, I didn't notice that. So that um, interesting. But yeah, I mean, another big death in the movie is Black, Black Widow. Yeah, you know, sacrificing herself to get the Soul Stone and paying finally paying back her debts to uh, Clint Barton, right? Hawkeye. I mean, like they, they've had this connection for so long, and it, it makes sense. Um, so it, it's, I mean, it it came out of nowhere. But I liked that it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, in, I liked in, it in some ways. It was like it was like okay, that's earned. Now I truly wonder though, will we be seeing a like a Black, Black Widow, Widow movie? movie? I hope not, because I kind of want this Infinity Saga now to come to an end. Yeah, and, you know, like move on to something else. So bringing back Black Widow would only be a prequel, really. I I, I would I would assume so, right? Because like they can't. I guess by the the time travel universe jumping rules they've set, they can't really bring a Black Widow from another universe because then that's taking her away from her world, right? Yeah, kind of like what they're doing with Gamora. If Gamora. It, if so Gamora basically, the 2014 Gamora, Gamora, they brought her into this time. So is she still here? Did she get dusted away? We don't really at the, know. At the, at the end of that film, when you have Peter looking for Gamora. Uh, Peter Quill. Yeah, yeah. Peter Quill. Mm-hmm. Looking for her, right? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so we lost Black Widow. They could. like They still have that option of going back in time or forward in time. You never know. I, if you told me right now that there's going to be like a six episode captain america series of him just returning the stones i'd watch it yeah i'd watch that yeah um but i think the biggest shock other than like you know iron man dying at the end which super emotional scene right did you like his death i loved it loved it you didn't he did he i don't even remember did he say anything he, i'm iron man he said i am iron man he snapped and yeah. then basically and then, you see spider-man rush over to him and say like i'm sorry like we did it we won and then you see pepper come over to him and Pretty Give much the only things he says is like she, he says like pep like because he's like acknowledging that she's there, but he doesn't. Do we say know what anything. he died of? Like he just died of immense power to the immense power. Yeah, because I mean we've seen like the Hulk tried to use the gauntlets originally, and you saw him get just his arm just Thanos, totally yeah. got and mushy. Thanos like just totally get just, their arms got destroyed. And, and you said he said he's only human, right? Right. So yeah, only yeah. human. What did you guys so? I, I, I would say the biggest scene in the movies when those portals start opening and you see all the dusted characters come through them. All my homies. I would say the biggest for me would have been Captain America's Thor. With Mil- Mjolnir? Yeah. Oh my god. Amazing scene. It's, it, that's like something straight out of the comics. Oh yeah. And that's something that we that's been teased since like Age of Ultron. And then yeah. him finally saying Avengers assemble and he's holding Mjolnir. When when oh the when god. the hammer rose up next to yeah. Thor, I'm like, oh my god! And it goes right to him. Yeah. And he grabs it, and he he combos. Yeah. Um, he does. And he combo. lightning he's strikes him. He just he he, just, like, he, he uses yeah. every single part of that hammer. It was like, oh, this is this is this is great. This yeah. Is amazing. What a yeah. scene. Honestly, then like such a great scene. It's, and this is what's so hard. Like I, there's so many points of this movie that we didn't even t- touch on yet. Like Thor being a, overweight now. Yeah. Chubby you know, Thor. You no, know, chubby Thor, like chunk that, Thor. That body Thor. You know, like, like Korg and Meek being like with him and new Paul Asgard. Meek. Like this, yeah. there's, there's almost like, we could have like a six hour podcast, like just dissecting everything. But like, it's just, 
I, like I'm I'm overwhelmed. Like I saw it again today, and I was just like, this is just like out of a fever dream. This yeah. movie, like the scene of Captain America looking at Spider Man and saying, "Hey, Queens, heads up!" and he throws Mjolnir, and then Spider Man attaches to the web of the hammer and like flies through the sky, and then Valkyrie catches him. Like I, I feel like I'm writing fan fiction right now. It's it's actually amazing, and we've got some questions that hopefully yo, yo, my l- God, l- let us dive into it further. So Nicole asks. Why does my heart hurt? Why? Does why? My, why? It shouldn't. Oh, <laughs> so go see a doctor. Nicole. Nicole. Go, see a doctor. go see a doctor. Go see a doctor. Um, yeah. What, what do you, why do you think your heart hurts? I guess because it's like the last movie, right? Like yeah. you, it's the end of these the end characters, yeah. right? So you're never gonna see him again, and, or you're it's never up. gonna see those actors play those characters again, right? But you never know. Who knows? You never. It's the door is never fully. There's closed, always but. CG, you know, CG. Robert Downey. I'm telling you guys, 20 years from now, it'll be like, why? It'll be real. I'm not. I'm not downing you. I'm not downing you at all. You're not downing him. I'm not downing. No, I'm not. I'm not downing. Do you think Robert Downey Jr. sold his CG rights to Disney for more of these movies? I, I, I actually believe that in they already have it. Yeah. In Iron Man three, I remember when Iron Man three was coming out. There was a big. I remember news stories everywhere saying that. There was a shot of it in that movie where Robert Downey Jr. is fully CG because he he injured himself. You know the scene in Iron Man 3 where basically he's trying to call the Iron Man suit to him, but only he gets like a boot and a gauntlet. And like there's a scene where he's like going everywhere and his that that model of him is fully CG. Mm-hmm. So no, I guarantee they all have the CG. They have their CG models done. And that was back in Iron Man 3, which is yeah. 40 years ago. Yeah. Even with Captain America being old, they never killed him. Like he's no, still didn't. part of that universe. He can still fight. Yeah. Well, he can still be in movies. Like, yeah. no one's not going to ask for his advice. We don't... And, and here's the thing. Like, we're... Just because, yeah, he's old, we may see him again, right? Right. Like, what, there's, no, there's no telling, right? There's no telling what they're going to do with him. Um, <laughs> I just think that where the Marvel Universe is going to go from this point is that we're going to see stories of other characters that aren't directly tied to him. Almost like Star Wars, ending the Star Wars saga. Yeah. Be like, or the sorry, the Skywalker saga, and being like, we don't need to have Palpatine and Darth Vader and Luke in these as as like the the crutch of these movies now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's so hard. It's, it's so hard, hard, right? Because you know? these are the characters, characters that we fell are in love like, with. They're even to this day, they're yeah. always going to be the main right go to guys. Yeah, yeah. So but it's I mean, hard to like not see them, right. and I think that's what leads to the you know the question: Why does my heart hurt? It's because you know these these are the people who will always be Marvel. They're right. a, a synonymous with that name, right? So without yeah. them, yeah. Who do you more, got? A couple more questions. Let's, let's let's see what we can get through as well. Uh, Jira asks a couple of ones. He asks, just, "Did Captain America mess up the timeline?" Yes, I'm going to say he created basically uh, on their rules their main timeline, the timeline that this movie takes place in. That's. They're, the old Captain America is the one coming back who just finished living his life in another reality, and they're bringing him back. Why did he? Why did he spawn on the bench? Because you know he should have spawned. He, on Daniel the doesn't have an answer to answer. that. Listen, he I, he, it, I don't think that because it doesn't. It, based on the rules that they set, I think they took some creative liberties and being like, he, let let him spawn on the bench. He wasn't just live. He, there was no way for him to live his whole life in that reality again because that's not how they set up these rules to happen. So right? wait. He okay. He lived that life. Yeah, he went back. They he, he went, went back. back he essentially time. went back in t- another yeah. time, or he went. He went back in another timeline 
1940. So anytime they said that they time traveled, it's another reality. Okay. And then he lived that whole life in that reality. And then they called him back to his reality. Who called him back? Uh, the Hulk. He said he'd be back in five seconds. But he never showed up back on the... Right, he, he didn't come he back said on he that. He missed his time jump, right? Yeah, he he missed his he missed his mark, which I'm assuming I don't know. I don't know what I, I don't. So have he the just landed on a chair. He just there. <laughs> Where I, the hell is a hammer? I, well, he he brought it back to that the guy, timeline. He's not capped. I'm telling you, Joe Biden. I gotta look like Joe Biden. He did look, he did look, yeah, he no, looked like he, Joe Biden. But he brought back the hammer know, to Thor's timeline, right? So he did. did he? Mess, yeah, he did. How did he get there? Because they said that they literally. But how did he get to Asgard? Because they could drop wherever they want. They literally did that in the, the time heist yeah, in the movie. They, 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 they the dropped them in whatever. Daniel's right about to. that. He's wrong about everything else, but he's yeah. right about so that. Wait, I'm right about everything. <laughs> he, 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 they were given specific directions to go to right. specific realities. Yeah, and that's How did he get to all these different realities? And dramatic pause. Dramatic pause. <laughs> so much of a pause there. Yeah. yeah how did, how do you get to that many realities and even get to Asgard, which is not a place that... You could just fly to. No, but it is. It, but uh, it is. They're aliens. With, with Asgardians the, are yes. aliens. They're not like gods. That they've said they've believed them to be gods, but they've showed that they're, they're just, gods. Yeah, they're very right. powerful aliens. Were you guys uh, cool, man? I'm gonna yeah. say they're gods. Yeah, I, I'm not. Listen, I'll treat them as gods. But but basically, the Hulk even says they're treat like he programmed all these areas for him to, to go to and to return the stones yeah. to to not mess up those timelines. So I think he did. You think he did? You he messed he up did. the timeline. Yeah, I think he messed it up. I think he did something weird. But he, or, he definitely messed up another timeline, but he didn't mess up the main. No, no, no. He no. messed up someone's timeline. He messed up. He, he messed up yeah, someone's. Timeline. I'm, I'm 100. Yeah, agreeing Sharon with that. Carter's dead. She, she never happened. <laughs> she never happened. No, she. He took the wife. He, he took. took the wife. He took Peggy from somebody. Yeah, yeah. He definitely uh, messed someone up. Were you guys upset by a lack of a Hulk fight, or especially no rematch with Thanos? Yeah. Were you upset with that? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't really. They care. underutilized the Hulk. The, the power of the Hulk. I and think this it. was more of a Professor Hulk, yeah, yeah. moment than anything else. Uh, I would, yeah, I would have loved to seen the Hulk wreck stuff, but it, but I've also seen him. Do I would that. have I've loved seen, to see seen the Hulk do and it, Thanos have a another yeah. fight. I think it'd been cool without too. the Power Stone because he had the Power Stone the first time. No, he took it off. He had the Power Stone on. No, he took it off when he fought, fought the Hulk in Infinity War. Did he not? He had the Gauntlet on. Did he not? I think he took it off. He when had he, the Gauntlet on. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I think he took it off when he fought the Hulk. Let's look for. Well, we're gonna we're gonna find we're, out. We're gonna, we're gonna look, get a fact check on that. But at the end of the day, like I think I, I was okay with not having a huge fight scene because it was nice that we finally yeah. like we've seen Hulk smash over and over again. That now for him not to smash is fine. And the fact that they kind of like nod to that as well when they do a um, when they go back to New York. Yeah. And like he he sees old Hulk breaking and destroying everything, and he's yeah. kind of embarrassed by and it. He's like, ah, oh, that's a gratuitous. Like, awkward. Yeah. yeah, like, you know what? That's fine. We moved on from that. Yeah, I loved when he gave, uh, again, such a weird scene. Like, when you, when, again, if somebody was breaking down the plot of this movie, they'd be like, Hulk gave Ant-Man a taco? Yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Just because the Hulk's face, it look, it's so wholesome it's so and genuine. genuine. And Mark Ruffalo did a great job And it. Yeah, and it was kind of, it was really cool seeing, like, the Hulk, but also, like, smart. I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this kind of this this question has already been answered, but will we see Tony as an AI in the future movie? Um, yes. What do you think, Anthony? Yeah? Yes. Yes. Cool. Yeah, you I think mean, so too? His consciousness is is there, so why not? His consciousness is there. Consciousness. Like, well, I mean, where is his consciousness? I'm sure that he, I'm Jarvis? sure I'm sure he's uploaded it somewhere. Maybe yeah. Like it it wouldn't I wouldn't put it past Tony Stark to upload. Oh, for his sure. For sure. I think for his daughter's sake, he did it. 
Yeah, yes. I, I feel like he's created something yeah, good for his daughter. Like when you see how Jarvis was a creation of his old butler. Exactly. Maybe he comes back in that sense of being like an AI with a personality as well. Yeah. And I, I think that's an easy way of Downey coming back without actually having to put too much hours into it. I agree with you. Um, Asha asks, is there anything extra you wanted to see addressed in the movie from the Marvel Universe? Anthony, you, you probably have some things that you want to throw out there. What was the question again? Sorry, I wasn't paying. <laughs> no worries. Is there anything extra you wanted to see addressed in the movie from the Marvel Universe? Hmm. All right. Yeah, no, I don't know. I got to have to think about that question. Cool. Uh, what about you, Daniel? Uh, honestly, like, I'm a huge fan of Vision. Like, I love the way Vision was handled in Infinity War and Civil War. Um, I would have loved to see... Again, it's too big of a movie, like, for him to find a way to bring Vision back. Because Vision had a death... Yeah. In Infinity War, right? Yeah. So I'm also, I'm glad that they didn't just randomly bring him back in this movie, but also as a fan of him, I, I, I want to see his character again. Yeah. It would be, be great to see his character. Yeah. Um, no, I think they, I think they did a great job with everything and there's nothing really more I wanted from Endgame or even especially in the Marvel Universe. Like I think Endgame tied it up all so well, so. Oh, so many plot lines were closed in this. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, they really, they really made sure to treat this like an ending. Oh, he's wearing the gauntlet, eh? Is he wearing? Is he wearing the gauntlet during the fight? Yeah. Yeah, he's wearing the gauntlet during the fight. Interesting. There's no way this like he's just knocking Hulk out just like that. Destroyed him. Uh, Mazin asks, why? Could, why couldn't they get Black Widow back when Cap went back to return the stones? Yeah, and I think and I think we spoke about this a little bit that I think alternate by, reality. Yeah, by taking her from another reality, it's messing up. Messing it's up making up, up a bunch of waves. timelines. As the ancient one told the Hulk in the yeah. movie, saying they need to return all the time stones yeah. back, or it's going to have a bunch of chaos in, yeah, the, yeah. in the world. Right. Navid asked two questions here. Uh, first one is, what did you think about the way they treated Thor's character as a send off? Do you think it was a send off? No. no, I don't no. think he's a send off. No, no. no. I, I don't think... know how many movies has he signed up for. I, I think oh. this is. I don't know how much he's on now because like this is what his seventh movie in the. In the game. I feel like, like he's on board for quite a bit but of. I think, I think he could do more. Chris Hemsworth yeah. could do more. I'm down for especially if it's as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, totally down for that. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys think now we'll see Thor in the next Guardians movie? I 100%. hope so. I hope so. Right. 100%. Like it'd be weird to have him on the ship and then not have him in the movie. That right? last like like that. Quip between him and Quill, like killed me. Hilarious. We all know yeah. who's the captain. Yeah, you know. Oh, totally. <laughs> Leading back to uh, Ash's question. Yeah. The Watcher. The Watcher. Yeah. Yeah. You you wanted to see, you want to because see the him? Watcher is essentially he the watches yeah. everything that ever happens in the whole universe. Doesn't yeah. really speak. We saw them in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume right? Two as a, a little. Oh yeah. As a throwaway. It would have been cool if we saw more the, of them. More or what? At least a watcher somewhere. What about what about the warlock? Because the watcher leads to Adam other warlock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another. I that, think... That's the guy who kills Thanos. Yeah, mm-hmm. but again, if, if Adam Warlock just randomly showed up in this movie, well, I like, know that. I know Ooh. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think now that we're we're apparently getting an Eternals movie, we'll probably see the Watchers because the Watcher leads to Galactus. Yeah, which is. Huge, Which I think huge, now huge. Disney owns. It's I guess, possible, right? right? But like that would have led to that would have kind of stirred up some great conversation. Yeah, but I mean now where the Marvel universe is slated, I think they have an amazing well of content to pull from to tell future stories at Phase Four, Phase Five, and beyond. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's crazy to it's 
again trying to put into words who, what so happened let's in this movie. let's do let's let's bet who do you think they they base the next like the next 10 big years bad, the next big bad, bad character yeah big not even bit, uh, bad but like who are the main um people who are going to be part of this 10-year universe so they technically own the fantastic four now yeah they technically own x-men now right um we won't be seeing x-men for a little while right i think or fantastic four or fantastic four which again i think a, a well done fantastic four movie like i would love to see reed richards and that family in this world but i just think that we've been burned so much by fantastic four that i think marvel's gonna be like let's let's Let, not let's, do it right let's away let's relax on that yeah um yeah i mean i think we'll definitely see dr strange still and you'll get black the, panther oh, of course black panther yeah. captain marvel um scarlet witch oh sure well i mean she's she getting her, she's she getting a her show TV right series, oh yeah right? Sure. yeah um, with the vision, yeah, WandaVision. It's called. Yeah, it's set in the well. There, one part of the series is in the fifties. Yeah, or she was it's, it's supposed to have like a fifties vibe to it. I think she said, or did she actually say it's going to be like fi- in the fifties? Oh, I thought I thought she said. I I, I read. I maybe I'm just. Rem- did you watch the video when she was actually talking? No, about I, I was just watched the, like an eps an, um a quote from it afterwards. That's just going to have like a nineteen fifties vibe to okay, it. Okay, I thought she said it would take place somewhere in the fifties. That'd be a weird. Well, we don't know yeah. where Vision is, right? Yeah, well, he's dead, right? He's dead. <laughs> he's, but dead. Like, he's dead. But, like, again, he's... He, is he dead, he's though? Never, he's dead? He's the Anthony... Well, they could, he's he's a robot, so they could rebuild him. He's an android, right? Well, yeah, he's in he's, he's in, in the Blade internet Darman. somewhere, right? Yeah, but also, but the Mind Stone was an integral part of him, so what does that mean now that all the stones are being returned? He was the Bicentennial Man. He was. he was. He's Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, who else? We got Thor still. Guardians yeah, of the Thor Galaxy. Still, yeah, and then the Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. And who do you think they introduce in the next five years? Uh, we mentioned the Eternals. If, if the Eternals, or not the Internals. The oh, Eternals. the Internal Man. Internals. Yeah. Um, or Eternals. Which are going to be like Celestials, I yeah. guess. Again, super cosmic and out there. I don't know. They're the we'll they're like the beings that gave birth to, to the, Thanos. Yeah, so maybe we'll see them. I mean, again, Black Widow is rumored to be happening uh shang chi shang chi yeah which is sure i, I mean like uh, i don't know we'll we'll see i mean like, I, really I, they, they got again, bottom of the barrel now we're getting to it right yeah but i mean if, if people if anyone can Ant-Man make it work i guess there, it's I guess. marvel studios yeah i mean i hope we see ant-man again but also he's kind of had a nice send-off as well too in Such this a strange movie. time man were Such you guys upset that time. he didn't call up Thanos's butt i uh, was um i was surprised he didn't die in Dennis's butt, or like just die in general? Die, die, die in, in general. general. Um, I would have killed him. What? <laughs> no, I, 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 I think I think killing Ant Man would have made a huge like like a lot of feelings come out. I don't think so. I think yeah, man. it would have been sad everyone because everyone loves Paul Rudd. Right, kill his character, but, but he hasn't been, been like, that integral yet right. in the MCU. He hasn't. He was really well used in this movie. I would say they, they very know well how to use because yeah. they use a big plot device. Yeah. But overall, like I don't think the people have enough of a connection to the Ant Man films. As you would think they would, right? To just kill him off in this one, but I think Black Panther has a bigger connection than Ant Man. I yeah, I, I would. I mean, yeah, look yeah. how much money his movie made, right? Yeah, like the Ant Man films. I think when I say they gross less, I mean that by 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 MCU standards, they gross a little bit less. Yeah, they, yeah. they made seven hundred million dollars versus how eight hundred million. The audacity know? of the them. yeah. <laughs> uh, last two in here, they're not really questions, more so comments. Uh, Naveed also said that. 
he wasn't very he, the movie was satisfying he didn't find Thor very satisfying he found that they redeemed him in Ragnarok but then this I, I disagree and the reason why is I think that they took a huge risk by making Thor this overweight like real piece you know just like kind of looks like Gimli Gimli just uh, Big Lebowski Big Lebowski <laughs> yeah. like it just it was so funny to me and people kept saying like I hope he loses weight I hope he loses weight and I'm like nah Kind of like that he's really fat and I mean, annoying right if now. If you look at Thor in some comic runs, like that looks like the Odin Force Thor, especially at the end of the movie where you see him with the braided beard. Like he looks pure Viking Thor. Yeah, where he looks really, really badass. But also, like this movie, if if anything, it only strengthened Thor for me because yeah. like this is a guy that fully embraced his destiny by killing Thanos, right? Uh-huh. And then he's living five years now trying to deal with the fact that he wasn't able to change anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you see him kind of redeem himself by the end of this movie and just kick ass. And I think one of the more emotional moments for me in this movie is that when we, when they go back to the Thor, the dark world, which is easily for me, the weakest of the MCU easy. And he has that connection with his mom again. And it's like, that was, that was like super emotional. And like, he kind of just needed that pep talk from his mom, you know, to get him back on the right track, you know, which I thought was a really nice uh, moment in that. I would have liked to see fit Thor again. Oh, I thought oh, you were saying, I would have liked to see Thor die. I'm like, of course you would, Anthony. <laughs> well, well, no, I don't think... actually. He, I don't know. I we'll see. I like the fat yeah. Thor in the beginning, and yeah. then I, by the time he reached the fight with Thanos, he yeah. should have been skinny or jacked. But yeah. my my issue with that is that in Ragnarok he loses his eye, and then like literally two hours later in Infinity War he gains an eye again. Right. And to me, it was kind of like, oh, he made this giant like character change. But it lasted literally no time at all. Right. For this movie to continue with that, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great way to like, I guess, it was very controversial or very segregating to the viewers out there yeah. that love Thor. But that only means that he's just going to get better. Oh, for sure. It was like a rebirth of the character, right? Yeah. And I, and, I, and it's, it's just, I think, a continuation of how we saw him in Ragnarok where he is still this all-powerful being, but we're going to just see now where he takes it from there, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last one we got in here. Uh, good friend of the show, Mike. I have all the questions. Did he say any? Did he ask he questions? He actually asked the question, though. So I feel okay. like he just has a lot of questions. So do we redirect the questions to him? So, Mike, if you're listening <laughs> to this, can you please go to thistimewith.com slash talk and ask us those questions? That yeah. way we can kind of have them for you next time. Uh, just like Avengers Endgame, this podcast has been going on for a little long. We, yeah. we, we've gone just a few minutes over our, our usual our, runtime. Our normal allotment of time, yeah. Right, but we have a bigger budget for this one, that's why. We do, we, we, do. We, We've got that amazing poster giveaway from movieposter.com. So yeah. definitely a longer budget for this, a bigger budget definitely, for this definitely. episode. Um, and again, if you want to be eligible to win that, please write to thistimewith.com slash talk your favorite character from Avengers Endgame. Um, we're going to be... Uh, posting this on our Instagram as well, too, just, uh, to give you a double chance of winning. Um, we're going to be choosing a winner by next week's episode, so definitely listen out for that to see yep. if we choose you. Um, Those who choose Captain America get five extra votes. No, just <laughs> that, <kidding>. is, <laughs> that is not how it's going to go, but they get Anthony points. They give Anth- You get they, points in Anthony. Get smiles you, you, get actually, you, you get smiles from Anthony. You get spared by Anthony when he becomes an ultimate evil villain. It's true. It's Can't definitely wait. true. Um, and if you again, if you have questions too about the movie, and if you want to hear our thoughts on stuff, send them to our site. You know where to go as well too. Yeah, December.com/talk. Again, thank you so much to everybody out there. Huge shout out to movie po- uh, movieposters.com, yeah, movieposter.com uh, for their amazing giveaway here. <laughs> and thank you for Anthony to coughing in the mic. That was great. <laughs> I coughed outside the mic or around the mic. Got you. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see we'll the video. The we'll see the video evidence about that after. <laughs> but. uh 
That was this time with the movie podcast. And see you next. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.